Oscar Woods here 20. This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for bookstores, cool chatbots, and the explosive relationships you'll only find in You've Got Mail. Well, rev up your modems for an earful of You've Got Mail. The Ultimate Hacker Podcast. Fans of cinema. Cyber. Hope I'm much alike. That is, if you're not some no good. Superstore. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little internet protocol. And we'll even have a something for your inbox. You got mail. Yes. Those are very powerful words. Hello and welcome to an earful of You've Got Mail. I'm Alan. Hello there, Herbie Ockles here. Uh, also known as... What do you mean? What do you mean known as? Is that all? Did you just buy, go by uh, Herbie Ockles on this Yeah, show? and legally oh. changed, baby. Wow. Um, I realize we never um, we never thank our theme song. Uh, thank you, theme song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, this is Linden Dollars by James Ferraro. I would like to thank Linden Dollars. I would like to thank Second Life, uh, Linden Lab, and most importantly, James Ferraro. You can uh, leave a few Linden bucks in his tip box. Please do. Please do. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure his, uh, you know, music license permits you to pay him that that way. Th- this is 100% pod safe. Yep. We think it's likely. <laughs> it's very likely, and um, and it's our theme song. So it's our, not our official theme song, but it's our intro song. Um, so this is Nearful. You've got mail. If you haven't listened before, please go back and listen to the previous episodes. I'd say you can live on the edge and just jump in. Um, um, but we, I we won't make it easy for you. I disagree. So we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. Okay, well, well let's just like let them leave. Please. Okay, we're going to... Perfect time. Linda Dollars has stopped looping. You, you should leave now before it starts again. Okay. All right, so for those of you who are left, we assume you know what you're doing. The um, super fans. The super fans. You're here to watch... Well, to listen watch. To audio watch. Um, the ninth five minutes of the movie You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail. And uh, it's like, the, it's what is that? The, um, like, vosotros? It's the, like, us? But it's the it's the familial us? You've Got Mail? Uh, no, I don't think so. What? It's uh, like vosotros. You, you okay. So this is in the, the, the plural you. I guess the, so. Yeah, I guess so. The plural, Yeah. Um, These are old, old memories. I need to polish up my languages. But no, 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 the it. plural, the plural, plural you is different from vos, the vosotros. Because vosotros, vosotros is like is like. I have that part of the grid is like don't bother, not that important. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it is in the don't bother category. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe you're right. You know, it, it might be the it might be you as a group. Yeah, because because the other one I'm thinking of is I them. Think it's, like it's y'all. Yeah, it's y'all, y'all, y'all. Yeah. So tros. You guys. Y'all so tros. Okay, okay so great. language lesson. <laughs> done by the experts. Uh, um, all right, so um, we all have mail. Uh, without further ado, uh, maybe we should just uh, hit our theme song. Very famous. 
how long it takes to get to the part we can talk over. Yeah, so this is a, a segment, uh, news, views, and screws. I only have one screw, uh, which is a, a screw up, an error. Uh, do you have any screws? Uh, I do. Um, earlier uh, this show, I said that Vosotros was the, Vosotros was the, um, was, was, what did I say? Was like they or something? Or no, you said it was uh, us. The, the, yeah. I thought it was us, the familial us. Hmm. That is, of course, nosotros, which just means us in general. I think yeah. Vosotros is more like a y'all type of thing of you, you as a group, but familial. Okay, great. So, I think. Maybe not even familial. It may just be you as a group. I don't think it's even necessarily that familial. Well, I think ustedes is... Is, is more formal. Okay, yeah, more you're formal. right. You're right. It is. It is. It must be familial. Well, I'm going to... Then, I think we have a double... I think we have a double screw here. So, I'm just going to... Recursive screw. Uh, the only yep. screw I had is during uh, the opening of the theme song, I heard you laugh, uh, which is... I did. I laughed yeah. briefly. But I was away from the microphone. I heard it. So well, you hear lots of things enough. that aren't supposed to be on the show. Okay, uh, Okay. so then uh, feuds, nothing but news. There is a piece of news. So much news. Uh, okay, well, what's your other news? Uh, we watched Shop Around the Corner. That's the only news I had, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that was... But it was big news, so I thought it qualified. Well, okay, so here's a question. Do we do we try to pick any uh, thoughts, or should we have a, a segment later? Oh, I think uh, we should have a segment later called We Watched Shop Around the Corner. That's a good segment, man. Yeah, I mean, we can workshop that name while we're waiting for the rest of the theme song here. Um, and then the other news, there's other news, there's one more piece of news I'm aware of. I'm not aware of it. We're approaching the holiday season. I'm aware, that's always true, though. Uh, well, except if you're in the holiday season, which we're not currently. You're approaching a holiday season. We're approaching so many holiday seasons. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, you, uh, you got the holiday spirit? And, well, uh, no, because of one last piece of news. Which is the novel coronavirus is ravaging <laughs> the world? Well, there's that one, too. I was going to go with something else. Uh, are, have you have you become a Grinch? Yes, but because uh, the Padres have been eliminated from the MLB oh, postseason. Oh, yikes. The consequence of hold, that. Hold, hold, no, no, no. hold, no. Gotta let it breathe. Try to get uh, my uh, foot in the door. Okay, okay. It's too bad we don't get the report afterwards of who spent more time talking. <laughs> oh, that is that is great. You could probably uh, create that. Uh, let me just say uh, the implication of that is uh, seems to imply you've never had a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holidays. Insofar as the Padres are always eliminated before the holiday season. Well, they don't normally make it into the postseason in the first place. Well, so it's it less of they're a, still eliminated. Well, it's less of an elimination from the postseason, more of a they didn't even have a chance. I would say they got eliminated sometime in September or August, and that it's, probably ruins your whole holiday. It's the difference between, like, telling a kid they're going to get a gift, and then you, like, take it away from them. Or they open that gift up, and there's coal inside. Versus not even mentioning they're going to get a gift in the first place, and they have no expectation of ever getting any gifts. I don't follow. I mean, the season opening day is is when you say you're going to get gifts. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's true. All right, well, enough about baseball. We can save baseball for our other baseball podcast. Yeah, our, our, our side baseball podcast. Uh, yeah. Don't want to ruin the content for that. People love our uh, keen analysis. Our, yes, canalysis. Canalysis. Um, the, the cool thing I just realized about... I'm just thinking a lot about our background music these days for some reason. Um, and 
<laughs> the cool thing I just realized is I think it's I think you want a podcast that always plays background music um, because you know it can't be edited. That's true. Yeah, it's like a digital signature. It's like an encryption. Yes. I, I mean, we also broadcast live on the air, at least we used to, so that, that tends to provide a verification as well. But like the but still that could be pre recorded and broadcast. But yeah, if you if you hear music in the background and that music I mean, without some really well, insane I mean, you levels could of always lay you could layer it afterwards. I record stuff, uh, and I don't really edit it, but I just put in this is uh, Loon Talk, I put the sound of Loon in afterwards in post. Yeah. I mean, I think so. But but we're always synced up. We can we can hum along at any point. Always say, well, the movie's synced up in the background too, so that's an additional thing. But like, I think yeah, I mean, I think we should just at the start of every episode we should provide a little bit of like audio verification. Yeah. Which is like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, about that much? I'd say probably 20% of our time should be a checksum, which is us humming over the music in the background. I think that makes sense. Yeah. The other 20% on the setup. 20% of the setup. Oh, how's the setup this week? Setup's good. Nothing really new. I will say the flight stick is in play today, it's on the desk. Good. So if we need, you know, if I need to just take off. If we take off at any point, it's within reach. It's not within easy reach. I kind of have to go. I have to, I have to reach over here a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I got my, it. My setup's a bit it's different. There. What have you got out uh, there? I put a new AAA battery into my uh, portable Olympus uh, recorder. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. I should probably, it's about the size of a AAA battery, but which isn't particularly large. Yeah, it's the last of my IKEA AAA batteries, which that was my go-to because it had a nice uh, container. So I decided. I decide, didn't know they made batteries. Yeah, well, they have a lot of stuff that uses batteries. Why what's not the buy uh, what's their Swedish name for a battery? It's Alkalisk. <laughs> Alkalisk. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, it has little pictures on the right side. It shows a, uh, a like uh, alarm clock with bells. It shows a like looks like a TV remote. Hmm. It shows a keyboard and a mouse. Uh, it shows a car with a uh, probably a toy car uh, based on the fact it's a battery. I don't. Think. Oh, there's real cars that run on batteries these days. Maybe and yeah. a uh, a camera with a little flash on top. Huh, that's so there nice. you go. That's the, all the uses. Pretty cool stuff. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and then I've got one other setup component. I have um, a Tanqueray Sevilla Orange Gin and Tonic uh, with me today. Nice. Uh, I just finished a second cup of coffee made with the same grounds, poured through twice. And wow. I have uh, some uh, Gatorade nearby. Wow. I don't know exactly what, what percentage of, of loss of, of potency you get on the second pour. I but think quite a bit. I think there's probably. a reason people don't reuse coffee grounds. I think it's it's infinite. I think people are just wasteful. <laughs> it's a hallmark. Uh, just uh, they, they made up uh, the fact that your coffee runs out to sell more. Uh, you're out of, you're out of, yeah, you're out of coffee cards. Uh, this is a famous segment. Uh, it's called in a uh, You've Got Spoilers. This is where we spoil five minutes for you. Okay. Let's. Oh, right. That's why we play this music. See, I was so caught up in the music itself and the you know the, the looping aspect of it and the syncing aspect well, of it. It's just good background music for every piece. Yeah. Um, okay. This is You've Got Spoilers. Alright, we're verified. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, this Should is I get a, like a some sort of audio stinger that, that comes in and speaking of audio stinger, should yeah. we try to reach out to like Elmwood or whatever his name is, the uh, you've got mail guy? El- Elmwood Blues. Elmwood Blues. Uh um 
and do you have anything uh, you can record for us? Uh, the you. Oh, right. I th wait. So is that a thing? Can we do that? Is that a? Does he uh, have? I think he's Elwood. Power Elwood over his voice letters. these days. He's a voice actor, which I think mm. presumes that he. What? That's just Stinger. Okay. It took me a little bit. Anyway, yeah, he's a voice actor. Well, I mean, but maybe he's a very expensive voice actor. We don't know. He's uh, apparently his day job's an Uber driver. Probably not that expensive a voice actor. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I mean, it's might just do it for the fun, but you know, I think. Uh, I mean, if, I don't have any good ideas, but you know, if uh, if you know, stinger for him might be good for the show. Is that wait? So the date is that he's is he like in the Uber? doing the you've got male voice for people is that uh there's at least one video saying woman meets you've got male voice actor in uber what's wow. trending so wow that's crazy yeah all right we should look into that yeah i mean it's uh you know fam famous famous uh famous voice yeah uh but without further ado uh this is what happens in these five minutes as written down by our spoiler in chief Kathleen seeks to find solace in her online friend. However, after a brief conversation, NY152 proposes that they meet up. Uh, by the way, I'm going to stop here. Realize uh, we didn't do Keyline Pie before it starts. <laughs> before we were supposed to. I thought we were missing something. Yeah, I, I guess uh, just the timing uh, was off. So, uh, do you want to do you want to take a break here and do Keyline Pie? Or do no, I, I'd like to finish spoilers and then do Keyline Pie afterwards. Okay, sounds good. Proposes they meet up. The following day, they go about their activities, but soon realize that they live within the same area and purposely try to avoid each other throughout the day, up until the point they go grocery shopping and Kathleen holds up a queue at the checkout point. It's a good phrase. Yeah, checkout che point. The checkout point. I'd love to go to checkout point. Sounds yeah. lovely. Also, the the, the, uh, the spoiler here is saying the following day, they spend the day, a lot of assumptions here about timing that I'll, I'll, we'll talk about sure. later. Yeah, we'll get into it. The checkout point as she went to a cash payment register rather than a card payment register, after which Joe steps in. At first, he offers to pay because Kathleen doesn't have any money on her, <laughs> just her card, but when she refuses, he charms the checkout lady and she accepts Kathleen's card. The two spend the holidays with their respective families. That's well, we only know about one of them so far. Oh, well, when you see half a family... Uh, reunion? Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of assume the other half. Alright, that has been You've Got Spoilers! Alright, very good, very good. And then we should, uh, let's go, I, you know, I think, I kind of like this ordering, actually. This has always been an awkward thing. I mean, this is Kilan Pie, you kind of like, get it done early, early, you get it done before spoilers, it spoils the spoilers, but then again, uh, you know? But you, it's, it's nice to have a little bit of, context. uh... Yeah, and then I can play our Key Lime Pie uh, bumper. Yeah, that sounds great. Wonderful. Uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it just builds wonderfully. It is nice, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to consider it. We need a better bumper for this, but we'll, we'll... I think this one's actually perfect. You're right. Um, I'm locked and loaded. Okay. Ready? Three, three two, two, one. one three, two. Oh. oh. Ah, okay. Happy uh, holidays. Uh, do you think we should meet? No match. Okay, no match. You said happy holidays. Yeah, classic line. Sure, yeah. Uh, I don't even remember who said that. It... Uh, Joe Fox says it to Henry. I thought he says Happy Thanksgiving. 
Well, you can be the judge of it when we see. Okay, it. we'll see it. We'll see it. Uh, yeah, and then I think I do think we should meet. I thought was, no, that's a good line. That's it's, a good line. It's because it, what I thought back to what do we actually? What's our purpose? I've been doing a lot of meta, you know, meta analysis. <laughs> a lot of thinking these days. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, what's our purpose? Um, <laughs> what is the meaning of life? Yeah. Why are we here? What's what's the what's the purpose of key lime pie? And it's not just like a funny line. No, I agree. It, it's which like, I, I think my line actually got to, I think, the core of these. Which oh, are, it's I about mean, it, the it's, holidays being happy. It's it's a holiday episode, for sure. But, I, no, I think I talked about that in news. Um, please see earlier part of the episode. Please skip back. Listen to that again. Um, no, I think it's, I mean, it, it, you know, it really gets to, like, what is emblematic of these, of the, the sort of feeling of these five minutes i'd say ideally it reveals a hidden truth as well it says sure. more than even it knows yes and happy holiday i mean it, it speaks to the war on christmas tell you that much yeah by the way this is all unverified uh content we could be editing the heck out of this well, that's right we do need some sort of you know backing something what it just like uh one of the uh like the numbers channels you want numbers <laughs> Just nonstop numbers in the background. Yeah, just the numbers channel. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll look into that. I'll okay. look into that. Yeah, I, I have I have the uh, the Conant recordings. You know, uh, they're, they're called good. numbers stations. That too. Clear, but um, oh, are they gone? What happened to numbers stations? Are they gone? I don't know. I'm see I'm seeing videos about like where'd they go? Oh, here we go. Here's ooh, this one's the buzzer. This one's the big one. This one's huge. Nice. Yeah. Although no audio right now. Well, yeah. So you need to find a good one that is like always gone. Yeah. Uh, this would have been appropriate for last week, talking about the Rosenbergs, but yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well, we got we got similar stuff to talk about this week. We're gonna talk about the Cold War in some some point this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, without further ado, uh, the sink. Uh, this is where you chop it and slice it, and uh, you get ready to uh, talk about these five minutes. Yes. Uh, so grab, go home, grab your ninth five minutes of the movie you've got mail. Um, get ready. Because uh, we're going to ask a lot of you, uh, which is that you're going to queue that up, you're going to loop it, lock it, uh, prep it, and get ready to press play at the same time as we do. I think you should center yourself and just get ready for fun. Yes, um, and um, I am. I have my I have my finger hovering over the play button over here. I've got it on. A, I've got my setup, my usual setup. I got a separate monitor here, separate two computers, separate whole computer running this whole thing. So, um, just for the movie. So. Yeah, it is. It's actually it is large. I mean, it's the size of a you know PC desktop. My, my only, uh, I mean, MPV beautiful program uh, is what I use. The only thing I can't find is it seems it, like it should have a setting to go directly to a frame, and I'm finding no shortcut that allows you to go directly to a frame. And I don't yeah. know if that's is that like a is that a hard problem in some way? I would guess that'd be an easy problem. Uh, it could be hard in the sense of like there. It's probably hard to skip right to a non keyframe. Because then they've, it's got to like interpret, it's got to start at the keyframe and interpret all the like compression stuff from the keyframe onward. Okay, stupid question. What's it? What's a keyframe? So in video compression, right? You you're you're encoding the differences between frames, and so and I'm sure it's more complicated than this, but at a very basic level, you would have a keyframe every so often, let's say every two seconds or something, and that would be an actually full frame, like starting from scratch. Here's like a fresh perfectly encoded you know we we encoded all the bits of this thing frame and so you you have that keyframe and then you you use the keyframe to build differences on top of 
Um, and you use those differences, again, as, as lighter weight encoding stuff where you don't need to encode the whole frame over and over again. You just encode the differences. And so if you were to skip to one of those in, in the middle frames that's not a keyframe, you'd have to essentially rewind to the keyframe, play forward your compression algorithm from the keyframe to the, to the frame that you're asking for, and then render that frame with all the, com you know, all the compounding compression differences taken into account. But I'd say insofar as MPV uh, supports going forward or backwards a frame, which is, say, a 24 per second frame, yep. uh, I would guess that it would be able to put that together. Oh, I'm sure it can do it. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> well, saying I mean, there, there are reasons operation. it would be harder. I'm just not not saying, you know. Sure, sure. I, I Maybe it's just no one, no one put it in because no one really wants it that much. But I would guess people would. I, I, will, I want it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of times you say, like, hey, this movie really gets into gear. At about like frame uh, ten thousand and you know five hundred. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to saying, oh, please skip in. Uh, oh, please, uh, fifteen minutes and twenty four seconds. Like twenty four seconds. I don't. I don't think it's exactly. That'd be way more precise than that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so um, get ready. I'm ready. Okay, we're gonna count this down and we're gonna press play. So, are, 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 are you? Have you gotten ready? I ha I've got ready. Okay, great. Uh, Just like the movie. 22 minutes. <laughs> it's, we had a lot to talk about today. We had a lot of news. We, oh, do you want to talk about Shopper on the Corner now? No, later, 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 wanna... later, later. Oh, wait, right, well. I want to okay. get this. This thing has to happen now. All right, ready? Also, it's deadly quiet. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, it's very quiet. Three, go. Oh, beautiful sound. Oh, wonderful. Then, then I spend all night tossing uh, and turning, trying off. to figure out what I should have said. Oh no, wait, she's not talking. She's <laughs> she's she's talking without talking. She's her lips are not moving intentionally. Example, yeah, she's actually uh, li uh, lip syncing with her own. Yeah. voiceover to a, a bit but actually is not uh, enunciating the stuff she's saying okay without further ado uh, let's let's break down what we got here i would say uh we have five minutes of content absolutely that's a perfect count i would say we have five minutes of content i would call that i would say we have uh two scenes i would say three we have scenes. four scenes three scenes I can't figure it out. four I'd say what would be the fourth arguably fourth where would the fourth uh well are you saying that there's a separate scene for each of their email writing Nope. Oh. I'm saying that before... Okay, well, I'm guessing... Oh, you're, you're counting the scene where they're all out and about, but not in the story yet. Not yeah, in the grocery uh, yeah, story Yeah, I call yet. that montage. Okay. I Yeah, sure. Montage. Okay, so scene one, emailing. Yes. Scene two, montage. Montage. Uh, scene three, autumn in New York. Oh, 1998. Lovely. lovely. The best time of year. Uh, and then uh, four... Uh, is uh, holiday time with the foxes. Holiday time with the foxes. Correct. <laughs> what, what, what melody is that? Uh, <laughs> that's not me. That's the movie. Um, uh, that melody is um, holiday time with the foxes. Ho with well, it's hard the, to, okay, Louie's being too loud here. Okay, with holiday the, time um, with the foxes. With the foxes. Holiday time, time with, with the foxes. Well, the, don't, don't concentrate on the holiday time part of it, but like... Well, I'm the, to, okay. With the foxes. The foxes. Let it snow. Ah, that's the one. Perfect. It's a holiday time with the foxes. And the grocery stores... 
got boxes. Correct. And there's no place to go because Kathleen got in the wrong line. <laughs> Correct. Uh, okay, but let's not get higher cells are here. Uh, let's mm. uh, let's talk about. Uh, I would like to do scene one, then, uh, which is the uh, email scene first, and we can take it from there. Um, I would say email first for sure. Yeah, and I don't want to plan too far ahead, so let's just let's just start. Let's with wing that. it. Let's yeah, email let's, let's first, and then let's wing it. Let's wing it. Okay. okay should I order wings? Nope. Uh, okay. So email. Yes. Let's talk timeline. Yeah. Uh, Joe Fox. Okay, this this starts after the party. Joe Fox yep. is in they're bed. They're coming home. They're ranting to each other. Yeah, ranting and raving. Yep. And he's they're yeah, lunatics. He's yeah. He's, he's but I'd say in short, Joe is he's having a sleepless night. Uh, he's he's disgusted with uh yeah, Patricia Eden. Sure, he's and disgusted he, with himself for having lashed out. With, yeah, and so he yeah. he escapes to email and he sends uh, Kathleen an email. Kathleen doesn't see it till the next morning. So, uh question remains, you know, what the rest of his night was like. Um, well, he probably went to sleep at some point. Not what do you think he went to sleep happily? No. Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't seem like this is a great balm to him, does it? No, but I mean, he does well the next day. Apparently, or the next day. The next week, we don't know. Time don't know. timing is hard. Uh okay, but Kathleen starts off uh, in the email scene there are uh, three subscenes. Sure. There is him. Kathleen replies. His and hers. Then it's Joe replies. And, of course, the subject line is, as you know, I'm not perfect. Yep. So the first scene is re, as you know, I'm not perfect. Then we get scene uh, scene B, which is re, re, as you know, I'm not perfect. Perfect. And then we get scene three, uh, re, 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 as you know, I'm not perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll, I'll, I'll talk about the first email, which is Kathleen back. Uh, Kathleen says her mind goes blank. Uh, she says that she had a bottom dweller uh, belittle her existence. Yes. She didn't like it very much. Um, and uh, then he gives her some tips. Well, I mean, let's not get ahead. Okay. We're still in scene one. I mean, I would just say bottom dweller. This is This felt very, you know, kind of alive to me. Like this seems like a uh, like modern internet culture. Oh, which is that you like anything happens in the real world and you go back to kind of your you know and you're like this is the crew. worst thing ever. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like I talked to this complete bottom dweller. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, please, please mouth me, breather. Yeah, please, make me feel better. This incel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's listen. Then, then I spend all night tossing and turning trying to figure out what I should have said. What should I have said, for example, to the bottom dweller? Bottom dweller. Recently belittled my existence. The muffin seller. Great typing. Yeah. We a lot of her thinking. She's cogitating. Nothing. Nothing. Even now. Even now, days later, I can't figure it out. Wouldn't it be wonderful? So did you hear that? Even now, days later, I can't figure it out. So it's been days since the encounter. Yeah, so she's talking about what huh. happened at the party huh. the night before Joe sent it out. But last she, night she went talking and t- she was tossing and turning? Uh, okay. Thinking about what she would have said. So did she just put it out of her mind for days and now she's just coming back and processing it? <laughs> okay, so let's see. 
bottom dweller, the exact line bottom is... Bottom dweller. My mind goes blank. They spent all night tossing and turning, trying to figure out what, what I should have said to the bottom dweller, who recently, nothing, nothing, he's now days later. So, yeah. Joe sent out the email, presumably. Uh, we, we didn't see him hit send, but I think Joe would have gotten the closure of sending it off right away. Oh, or yeah. Th- he, was up, think, he was up that night. He was hot. Or do you think Joe likes the feeling of having a hot draft? Also, does AOL uh, uh, support drafts? Oh, almost certainly. You think so? Yeah. You yeah, drafts so? were like a, a thing very early on, weren't they? Uh, I don't remember drafts before, uh, you know, Gmail. Uh, it'd be hard to hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I would. It, it seems like a good feature, but like early internet featured probably like a lot. Do you remember message boards where if like you know, you uh, you know, refresh the screen, it would just easily delete everything you had. You well, that back. still happens. Yeah, but usually there's like. You sure you want to sw- uh, switch page? You have oh, content. Sure, yeah. Well, but I mean, AOL was a you know, AOL was downloadable software. Like they could they could you know store it locally on your computer. They could, but did they? Well, it's uh, probably. I don't know. I would say. It, it's not it's not a sure thing, but maybe maybe he wants that draft feeling. Okay, well, well let's 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 assume yes. So you think it's more likely that Joe let that go and and Kathleen slept on it for a couple days, or do you think it's possible or, she didn't check her email for a couple days? That's possible. I mean, this is back when people didn't necessarily check their email every day. Um, I think it's possible. I think it's also possible they've had a few correspondences already, and they're just, she's just continuing to try and. They're just continuing to process this together, you know? Uh, they've I had don't some know. back and forth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's I'm sure it's I'm sure there's a good explanation for it. We should ask Nora. We should. Uh well I'm I'll, I'll say uh, Nora Efron is deceased. Uh, Nora uh, covered it with her sister, which not to take them from her sister, you know, Nora yeah. Efron is uh, the big name of the of the two, but you know there is a living uh, co-screenwriter of of the movie. Sure. So I mean that's one person to pick minds if we have some really uh, huge questions such as, uh, you know, who 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 slept on this email. S S yeah. Joyce has joined the Wire Club. Oh, that's cool. S Joyce. Oh, left. Might be a relative. Um, Okay, uh, that's good information that Nora Ephron is is not living. Yeah, absolutely. Is, I'm, try- this I'm trying. This is to, news to me. I'm trying to piece together. Uh, oh, wow. We knew we knew yeah. some timeline, right? Because it was like a couple weeks to Thanksgiving, right? I thought she was like Gen X. Nora Ephron. Yeah. Uh, she she was. Uh, well, yeah. 1941, not Gen X. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's pre-boomer. Um, wow. All yeah, right. she she was big in like you know the different you know kind of the New York scenes before she kind of became a big name. She was more of a kind of a just I mean with uh, a name like that, I don't get how she's not Gen X, you know. Yeah, I mean her first first foray into into movies, I, I believe, was uh, when she wrote a book about her uh, marriage uh, uh, to to uh, to Bernstein, hmm. uh, Carl Bernstein. Wow. Uh, okay. Heart, heartburn. So, um, let's see. So, we got, I mean, I, I don't really care about the timing. I'll tell you that much. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so. <laughs> I, just, I would just say, like, there, there is, the funny thing about this to me is that you get the illusion that they are connecting and they have this great flow, but really, uh, the thing that, like, first came to me, it's like, wait, uh, what is Joe Fox up to? Like, look, was he... 
He's still in the same room, so it feels like they're in the same space. And then she's in the same room, but, uh, you know, like, okay, for example. Well, that's just where their computers are. Between her reply and her reply later, what changes between Kathleen then and Kathleen later? Uh, I don't know. Her clothes change. Well, that seemed too obvious. Well, I just did you pick that up the first time? No, but it's also split across these two five minutes. So no, 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 no. Like right now, you see it right now. Oh, between the two emails yeah. here. Yeah, I can't yeah. figure it out. Because it feels Wouldn't okay. It be listen, wonderful oh. if I could pass all my zingers to you, and then I would never behave badly, and you could behave badly all the time, and we'd both be happy. But then, on the other hand, I must warn you that when you finally have the pleasure of saying the thing you mean to say at the moment you mean to say it, remorse inevitably follows. Hey, thanks. Do you think we should meet? What a line. And this is a moment. He's hovering over that send button, and I want to talk about this, so just remember that. (laughs) And he hits it, and it's sent. And here she is. And well, this would make sense. Okay, so this is like another day where, yeah, she's she's receiving this meat. Yep, she's wearing different clothes. But yeah. I'll say this. And then we get it, the montage. Okay, I'll say she doesn't reply. She just looks at it. So I she looks uh, at it and she shuts the computer. She she and she destroys the computer. She yeah, she throws it out a window. Um, so doesn't it feel like the way that's supposed to feel is they're connecting and they're like, they're talking like it's instant message. No, that's the way I feel. No. It's a, the, she is shot in the same way. If they did that, same she got scene, shot. If they did that same scene and she was like sitting in bed the second time, uh-huh. I think it would not parse the same way. It would not work. Mm, interesting. I mean, do you think, cause I think the fact well, that, no, I mean, I certainly, yes, it is definitely making the connection seem more immediate, but like, you wouldn't have had her change clothes if you weren't, you know. I mean, well, the movie does a lot with uh, it. The continuity, of the details. The movie does not uh, you mess around. The movie makes sure that it doesn't do something stupid. Sure. But I would say the way it is perceived, that's something I actually expected. Because you see, like the light is slightly different. I thought it would be like, oh, they shot both the Tom Hanks scenes at the same time. But of course, the previous one, he's wearing uh, a white T-shirt and some like uh, some like pajama jacket. Yeah. In the second scene, he's like, looks like it's morning. He's ready to work. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They, he was willing to do a wardrobe change. But really, I thought it would be the same shot. Like I was surprised to see they did that. It's like, well, they dotted their eyes. Oh, I mean, they, yeah, they went all out on this movie. They, I mean, if you need a wardrobe change, you know. well, I mean, I am really impressed. As many times we talked about the background prop work. Of like Patricia Eden on the oh. album cover, Vince Mancini, yes. aka Vince Newman. I mean, I would. I was trying to look through the uh, the list of of people on the crew about who worked on props mm. because wow, this is probably the nicest like like background prop work I've ever seen in a movie. Well, and it's interesting. I mean, it's even more like when you get something that is supposed to, you know, is just supposed to be so real like this and feel real. It gets even harder. Um, you know, and 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 trying to make it uh, feel authentic, and uh, and it totally does. Yeah, I mean, I would say if what difference in the movie would it be if they never like okay, let's not bother making the Prisha Eden magazine cover in the background. I'd say no one watching it would have noticed or cared, but I guess in aggregate, all these little things add up, and you just kind of do get like even if it was just you know another lookalike cover you know they must like that must have taken a couple hours to shoot oh uh, yeah parker posey on top of those books like that 
Sure. Yeah, you put in the effort. You, you do. You know, you do that, and then that's why you have people. You know, decades later, analyzing your movie. I guess what you, that's why you do it. You know, as opposed to I like you feel like how bummed out are you when you like see a movie and they like hold up a newspaper with that title, and then the uh, the text underneath the uh, newspaper title doesn't match the story. I'm extreme. I, I turn off the movie. I mean, it's a, it's it's yeah. I shut it off. But I mean, originally people like, oh, who's ever going to notice? This is on screen for like you know the idea of pausing a movie was alien to them. Um, I mean, I think I, I alien great movie. Um, yeah. I don't think it's super relevant though. I mean, also that I, that has been a change where now you make TV and even movies in which you are expected to put background stuff that for people to pause on and notice. People have say, been able to pause movies for a long time. But really, no one ever had that as an audience until... Well, I certainly that, as of 98, people definitely could pause movies. I would say the first... <laughs> I have a very solid thing. What was the first piece of media to use the pause button as a distinct, I guess, form of communication between the, 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 uh, the, you know, the creators of the media and the consumers? Uh, because let's say like in like you know let's say like you know nineteen uh, Blair eighteen ninety seven like uh, Melies, uh the people uh, leaving Blair the train Witch project yeah uh, the what what I mean hmm? like the very early films like the Melies hmm. I think they did not expect you oh sorry Lumiere sorry uh, they did not expect you to that's why I was so confused yeah sorry they wouldn't expect the audience to, to, to pause the movie you know they would have said you just watched the movie theater but in like let's say a Netflix TV show in 2020, they would. Yeah, this is why all the media being produced change? today is so much better. Uh, where do you think the inflection point changed? Where do you think was the? Because uh, I have a very the 90s ish where 80s. I don't know. I mean VHS maybe home like or the you know yeah VHS. I'm just era. saying. I, yeah, I have a very very specific reference, which is uh, Chuck Lorre's first. I think it was his first television show, Darman Greg. That was a huge deal when he. Uh, in the closing credits, would start putting a monologue there, and it would be like a like a couple frames, and he'd do oh. that so people would pause it, and then he'd have a way for the people who paused the show to read his 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 essay. Cool. That was that was very like that was extremely novel. That that rocked the world when that happened. Uh, but I would say you've got mail in 1998. I don't think. That when they put the Parker Posey thing in the background, they said, I hope people pause this and look at well, it. Well, not necessarily, but they probably said, I hope people notice this. I, that would imply people would pause it. I mean, there you watch this movie a hundred times. You're going to see that even if you don't pause. I don't think oh, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to see that. Yes, uh, of course. Of course. It's fairly had, prominent. What about the uh, the Vince Newman books? That one's harder. That one's That's, that's something no one else borderline. has noticed but us. Sure. Yeah, well, Actually, that was a cocktail. Remember the Haywood Gould cameo on the chalkboard? No one's noticed that but us. <laughs> yeah, but that you just do for fun. I mean, that's not. you're not hoping people notice that. You're just doing that because you want. it's fun to have sure. your name in there. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, okay, but uh, in any case... Uh, do you think the scenes would would not flow well if they were like in different, you know, rooms? Because other than the fact the lighting is different, their clothes is different, it is notably that they are there's a continuity there. Sure, I would I would just say that I think That's there fine. is it posits that there's kind of a, a different space, a cyberspace, which has a different kind of uh, logic. Yeah, they have their place where they use their computer. You know, 
But I think that cyberspace is a different sense of timing. In fact, timing doesn't Everything work happens in- instantly or can happen instantly, even if it's not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think if they also put in, if they put like a big sign saying a couple days later <laughs> between every email, I think the scene would also not work as well. Yeah. I also, I, I like the uh, sort of intense close-ups of the computer screen throughout. It's like kind of disorienting, um, but uh, but it kind of works. Yeah, I've been taking shots of that uh, because, you know, I think when I've uh, taken like an image shot, uh, I try to take a shot with no peep on it. And uh, the, the shots of the screen's you know, enlarged pixels showing uh, is the most people-less you have. It's very odd, like they did to this extent. I'm trying to imagine, like, imagine on opening day, do you think it was, I don't know, like, was there many shots of computers that, that, that big that many times? Certainly, in a, like, maybe like a, a, like a espionage movie, but, you know. Like um, a, yeah, there's probably here and there, but this, I mean, you know, it is. a lot of close-ups of monitors. Yeah, well, but I think that's, I mean, this movie, you know, vacillates rapidly between the intense focus on, on you know, those those computer screens during those moments of, of communication and, like, every other scene which has zero technology in it. Yeah, it's 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 wild. It's wild. By the way, okay, you want to talk about what they're, what what the content of the emails are here? Um, Not a lot. Well, I mean, the, the, Tom Hanks makes a, like, basically an ultimatum. Sure. He makes a suggestion. It's, 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 you know, I don't think he really means it though. His, his thing is saying, if I could, I would give you my instant wit and my ability to zing, uh, because we would both benefit. You'd be able to zing people and I would be rid of the intense guilt I feel. (laughs) Sure. And And then she'd be able to zing herself. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think Joe Fox would actually be happy i think that he would be miserable if he lost his zinging power yeah i think that's, <laughs> I think that's fair and i would say the second uh, corollary is he says that he is like he would you know not have this intense remorse i do you really think his remorse is intense um i mean in that specific exchange with kathleen kelly yes he definitely regrets it but do you think it's so much that he actually would take the trade-off of, I would give up my zinging to They're both of- trying to process this encounter, this specific encounter, and they're overreacting to the specific encounter. And they're making generalizations that aren't necessarily true, but given they're both counting, or they're both talking about the same encounter, it actually works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I would just feel like how much, do you think this scene would work as much? Because part of it is he's trying to process, I'm like a thoughtful, empathetic guy, is is something, uh, you know. May, may, if Would he say the same things to his therapist? I would, if he's, if this scene was a different movie in which he was talking to his therapist about how bad he feels mm-hmm. about zinging this, uh, this bookstore owner. I think he would say the regret thing. I don't know. I mean, again, he, he certainly regrets this specific encounter. I, 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 I don't he, disagree he regrets it. I think he regrets it a relatively small amount. Maybe. I don't I mean, I think he he would like to find a path to be on good terms with Kathleen Kelly. And he cannot do so, and he's struggling with that, and he regrets lashing out about it. So you think it's more about the fact it's her. If he was lashing out someone who was not her, he would not feel bad Of course. It? It's 100% about her. Because he already knows that he has feelings for her. Yes. 
I, I mean, I would say, so you think that if he just, you know, blew he's, up to someone. He's saying my, my zinging is taking over myself and I can't, I, I can't actually get to what I care about, which is expressing that I actually like this person. Uh, and I'm just, and I'm just covering it up with my zinginess. And then afterwards I regret it. And, and again, that would generally just be shouting into the void, except fortunately they both happen to be ca- talking about the exact same encounter. <laughs> sure. I guess, I guess there's two sides of this, which is in this email, they serve two purposes. One is uh, they are kind of a confidant and therapist to them in their, in their moments of need. And the second one is, you know, in this case, uh, they're talking about it because they're both unhappy with their relationship. Sure. Uh, if you had to rate those two things, is that like 50-50 right now? Yeah, I think it's a nice split between okay. the two. Okay, well, that's, that's solved. Yeah, we okay. solved that. Okay. I just, if he really did, imagine how miserable he'd be if, if Joe Fox couldn't zing. He'd oh, like, my God, he needs to zing. Like, if he just, like, if he had, like, an aneurysm or something and just was, like, he, like, lost, lost his zing, zing, zing meter, lost zinger, his, zinger, yeah. lost his zinger. He would be the, like, he would yeah. have no core. I <laughs> like, know, that's his whole thing. Absolutely. No, that's the point, though. That's the point. But I don't know. If he was just sitting and says, like, I wish I were dead. I should stop living. It's basically the same content because he would be dead if he couldn't zing. Yeah. I mean, again, I would. I think you're, I think you're, I think he, they, both characters are generalizing when they're actually talking about something quite specific. I'd say watch We, the out. audience, know that they're talking about something quite specific. I don't think I was And that's the attention. whole shtick. The whole shtick is that they're generalizing and we know they're not generalizing. They're talking about this exact same specific I encounter. I don't think they're generalizing. I think he's just making a claim that doesn't really mean and you should be careful what you wish for. That's all I'm saying. I think they're both, uh, I think they are both generalizing. What if the movie actually was like a high concept, uh, you know, movie where he wishes on a star? It is a she, high concept movie, and she gets the zinging ability. How do you think the movie would work from that point on? <laughs> uh, that could actually be really fun. We should we should write that. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. Okay. All right. All I have. We've been. We've gotten through ten percent of my notes. Sure, I, okay. All, all my notes are about the rest of. This. Okay. Let's uh, montage sequence. Um. Okay. Montage. This is scene two. Scene two. All right. Oh, sorry. Actually, I have, I have one more. We we're really we're we're we got a lot to get through here. Um. So, uh, the moment end of scene one near the end of scene one, where he presses send on the "Do you think we should meet?" message. A. I think that's a cool moment. That's a moment that I like. I think I internalize quite a bit, or or like is it feels feels real to me. Like I've definitely been in that situation where you're like, "Should I send this? Should I send this?" And then you're just like, "Eh." press send um what i was wondering though is how much of a consequence of modern technology what are what's happening that's just jazz you know how it is okay um how much of a consequence of modern technology do you think that moment is versus were there similar moments like that with you know instant consequences um or, or irreversible instant consequences that existed before technology so you're saying like in like McLuhan, the you know is the uh, how much of the way we perceive the world, uh, our own you know what is it, like tunnels of, of perception is based upon the technology around us. I mean like that's the thing. If you send a letter, there's a moment you drop it in a mailbox. That's, that's exactly that's, what I was thinking about. Yeah, I mean it's it's not too far fetched because he's actually clicking on a button that has a big envelope on it. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean I think every time has moments like that. I think you know that's necessarily built in, but you know the internet. Uh, 
you know, things move quicker now. I mean, I think people talk about like the weird moments that someone can, uh, you know, make a tweet, it goes viral, and they can you know, board an airplane and get off. By the time they're out, everyone in the world hates them because they're email. <laughs> you know, that's that couldn't happen in the pre-internet world. Sure. Uh, but, you know, in this case, they're still moving slow. This is several days between each email. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, a, a detail is he clicks on the button with the mouse. Sure. But, like... Big old click, too. I mean, he's 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 got some spring in that in that clicking finger. So so do you think... But he actually... There's a big thing. He has his finger in the air, then presses his finger down. So did he position his mouse in front of the button mm. and then, like... Puts the finger down, not on the keyboard, but instead on the mouse clicker. Yeah, have you never done that? I don't think so. Not on the mouse clicker. You've never done that? No. If I if I put like a, I do that all. I mean, not I don't do that anymore. I I think the the problem is a mouse. Left those days behind me, but uh. (laughs) yeah, you've you've gotten more mature. Yeah. Uh, But I'd say the difference is when you click on a mouse, the mouse may move when you touch it if you're not stabilizing it. You need to stabilize. You got to be precise. I would say those old clunky mouses would probably like move around. You know, they, no, they move less. Like a trackball mouse would move way less because you got to move the trackball. Mm. It's not not the precise optical we've got now. Like that trackball would have had to actually physically move. I guess so. So no, I I think I'm 100. I've done that myself. I that I empathized with that very okay. deeply. That That's that the difference moment, you and me. That moment got me. That okay. moment I was like, I know this feeling. Now let's get some notes. Uh, montage. There's only a few things happening here. There's basically okay. two sub scenes. Yes. Uh, so they're avoiding each other, but they're somehow drawn to each other. It's weird. They keep encountering each other. Yeah. Um, okay. Subscene one takes place at a Starbucks. Correct. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I tried to do some research. Was this the same Starbucks location it as looks before? Similar. It looks similar. And in fact, I was able to see it was, in fact, that same one, which oh. is on uh, Broadway in 80th, I believe. Hmm. You know how I told uh, where the address was? Um. How? Across the street, you can see through the window from that Starbucks is a movie theater. A Zabar's. Well, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, so we see Zabar's twice in these five minutes. Wow. Pretty crazy. Wow, product placement. Uh, did you look at much details in this uh, at the Starbucks? Uh, I saw they had some um, coffee available. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good eye. Uh, there's actually something weird. There's like a weird box that just said barista on it. And I thought it was like kind of like a, a fake like piece of artwork. Barista. Well, no, they, um, barista is the, is a term for a um, person who makes coffee in Starbucks. Yeah, but it looked like kind of like a live, laugh, love, like a little like just something on a shelf. Oh, yeah, says, I can totally see that. Uh, and then next to it is a sign saying Reporto filter from 30 bucks. Oh, a Reporto filter? A Reporto filter. So I looked up to see, like, Reporto filter. Yeah. And what it tells me is uh, there is a 1998 Starbucks Barista Home Espresso Machine. (laughs) So this is from a uh, video. I'm going to put this on in the background uh, telling you how you can operate your Starbucks Barista Home Espresso Machine. It's very good. Espresso using the new Starbucks Barista Espresso Machine. There are four key things you must do. You must prime the machine. Wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. What, are, what do we think the four main th- four key things you must do are? Well, I, think, I know what they are. Let's, well, see, what, let's one, see what you okay. think Okay, one must be prime the machine. We heard that already. Uh, you heard that already, yes. Yeah, I did. Uh, okay, two is probably something like loading the beans or loading the coffee in some way. I'm going to say like... Um, You're saying load the beans. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grind the beans. What I'm going to say, grind the beans. Okay, two, grind the grind beans. Grind the beans. Three... 
Um, uh, steam the milk, I'm going to say. You say steam the milk is step three. Okay. And then four is pull the espresso. Pull the espresso. Let's see how you're right. Okay, so you do to I summarize. Said, so I said uh, prime the machine. Pr- okay, you said grind, prime, prime, grind, steam, uh, pull. Okay, let's go for it. There let's- are four key things you must do. You must prime the machine, steam the milk, <gasps> prime the machine again, oh. and brew the coffee. Listen, In oh. other Listen. words, simply remember... Prime, steam, prime, brew. I was close. I am very impressed that you both had the same mind, which were to repeat uh, repeat the four uh, the four things. Prime, steam, prime, brew, as opposed to prime, grind, steam, pull. But very close. This is a great video, by the way. Uh, you should watch this. So there's 15 minutes. The first 10 minutes is operating. Five minutes is the uh, uh, errors and troubleshooting, which it mostly says uh, read your manual. So it's not that useful a video, but good stuff. All right. Very good. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. So then um, that's sub C1. That's basically it. He's, he's, he's in the Starbucks. I mean, we, we, we've seen them before at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's not shocking. Not shocking. But then they're getting flowers. She's getting flowers and he's there. I guess, is that is that the second one? That's the second scene. So she's yep. at the flower stand. I believe this is the same pumpkins store as before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still yeah. fall. Yeah, there's a sign in the background saying, uh, it's a girl. Oh. So I'm saying you can get some, you know. It's a gender reveal. Uh... <laughs> gender reveal uh, flowers. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he goes down the street and you see what who he encounters, Joe Fox. Um, he encounters Kathleen Kelly. Uh, he encounters children dressed as pilgrims. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's the, it's that time of year. It is. It is. Uh, in the background during this montage into the beginning of the next scene, montage. we hear, uh, we hear Louis Armstrong, uh, with the dummy song, which uh, is, so it's, it's a, it's not a holiday song, right? Uh, no, but it has the feel of a holiday song. Yeah. By the way, that was a piece of news I forgot. Today's a holiday. Today is a holiday. Thanksgiving Day. Nope. T- uh, today. Uh, we're well, recording day. Mon- Monday is Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, upcoming? This Monday. Well, right up. now it's a holiday. Today is yes. a holiday. Yes. Um, World Pickleball Day. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Huge. Uh, so not a holiday song. I would say I'd say the the semantic content in the song probably not too important. No, it's just about the feel. It's about feeling like fall, feeling like Thanksgiving, feeling like the holidays. But the song is about I hate you. It doesn't matter. Probably it doesn't, not. It but doesn't I th- matter. I think it's probably why they picked it. it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it is interesting. They both are I, avoiding each other. Is this? They're just filled with such shame. Oh, oh, you're right. Actually, it is perfectly topical. Yes. Never mind. Yeah, it is topical. Yeah, well done. Uh, they both are voting each other. I mean, here's the thing: like before at the party, he doesn't. He's not shame. He's shameless in 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 talking to her. Uh, not no. They avoid each other at the party too for a lot of it until they I end guess, up at yeah, the party. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that is that is Joe Fox. Joe Fox is avoidant until he's put into a corner, and yep. then he and is then calm just, and yep. zings. Yep. Yep. And just goes all out, yeah. Yeah, which, which is I know. I, I know this feeling. I know this feeling for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Which is, yeah. I, I think it's it's interesting because if how do you think he would feel if she picked up the seeing his fearing moments? Because I and think just I'm, like kind of stalked him around. <laughs> well, yeah, if she caught him first hiding from her, oh, that he would yeah. like that would that would be devastating. Yeah, 
but she's too busy hiding from him that it kind of works out. Which is to say, I think if you are, if you are prowling in this sense, which is trying to get out of a situation, but being ready to attack if necessary. It's a hot prowl. A hot prowl. I think you need to not look conspicuously like you can't hold a newspaper in front of your face and sneak around like that because you need to like look casual, right? Sure. Yeah. And he like I'd say he's looking very obvious. Well, he knows what he's doing. He's I hiding effectively. Well, he gets away with it. He gets away with it. He gets away with everything. Um Zabars. Okay, so they get to Zabaz. Um and they uh so there's there's a few things so yeah he um let's see uh first of all famous market um you, you want to tell the audience just describe what you uh hopefully have in your hands uh i am holding my forehead in one hand okay and the other hand uh is just kind of uh on the side of a table okay please pick up the artifact that i gave you before the show and describe it to the audience. Uh, so, do you want to enter this into uh, as Exhibit A? Yes. Uh, exhibit A, I'm holding my hands. This is uh, Zabar's Autumn in New York uh, Catalog 2020. And that has been in my house for multiple months. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, not in preparation for this episode. It's just that I just get catalogs from Zabar's and then keep them around for a while. Describe to me uh, the difference between Zabar's and uh, what, Zingerman's? Zingerman's. So Zingerman's? A, Zingerman's is based in Ann Arbor. Uh, Zabar's is based in New York. Okay. Um, they are both uh, Jewish establishments, but Zabar's is more of a uh, grocery store, whereas Zingerman's is more of like a specialty foods and deli place and, and cheese shop. Z- Zabar's is listed as a gourmet uh, place on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, so Zabar's is known for a few things. Uh, their bagels, their coffee, um, and their um, and their bagels and locks specifically. Yeah, I mean the, the locks on the cover look great. It's amazing. I mean, you'll see. I circled several locks things inside that I may or may not order someday. And then they are known for their babka, and I that's what I've actually ordered from them, which is why they send me catalogs. Is I've I've ordered their uh, their chocolate and cinnamon babka. That's like a what's what's, what's what, is that kind of like a croissant family? Kind it's of like thing? a wrapped, just like a bread thing is it like, like flaky a, flaky pastry type thing no 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 it's more like a bread it's like a dense bread oh, okay. um that's got you know sort of swirls of stuff inside it so so, so, so not like um, a croissant uh not no no not really more much more like a bread than a croissant okay um, do you hear the big news uh, this is unrelated mm. uh but in food news mm, food yep uh, DiGiorno's now has a croissant crust uh frozen Ooh, pizza that doesn't sound good that does not sound good. good. This is KZSU Stanford here with Earful of You've Got Mail. Unless you're listening on the podcast, and then it's not. Um, yeah, okay. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, the Bobka travels well? So, oh, it travels super well. Yeah. No, I've got, so there's, yeah, uh, a uh, friend uh, recommended it, had previously, I guess, is, I don't know if they're from New York, but uh, they've been, I don't know, they went there when they were in New York, or they, they somehow knew about it. Um, and, uh, I didn't even know what Bobka was at the time, but they recommended it and I ordered it and it was real good. So, and now I get the catalogs, uh, and sometimes I look at the bagels and locks inside them and think about ordering it. Um, so yeah, so you've got a real live Zabar's catalog in your hands so you can understand kind of the ethos of Zabar's. The Wikipedia says it's known for four things. Four things. Well, uh, bagels and locks. 
Or there's uh, one thing or two things? Well, it says smoked fish. I'll give you... Okay. Smoked. Rocks is more specific. Oh, yeah. They than... do have a whole smoked fish, an array of smoked fish, actually. That is part of the... Like yeah. smoked herring and... Yep. I'm going to... And then bagels. Yes. Uh, ba uh, bagels. You said bagels already, but again, yeah, bagels. Uh, yeah, bagels, bagels. bagels. Um, coffee? No coffee. Oh. That's they make a big deal out of their coffee, I guess. Well, I mean, this is this is Wikipedia. It could be wrong. Okay. You know, update um, if you think. Bobka? Not that specific. These uh, are, these just are... Jewish baked goods? Uh, not that big. Like I mean, desserts? These, I would say, desserts? Mm, no, baked... no. They're, they're more specific Breads? food items. Breads? Good bread? guess, but no. I mean, bagels are in the bread family. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Um... Um, ba -ba 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 oh, I don't know. Uh, cheeses? Oh, sure, they do have cheeses. Although Zingerman's has a better selection of cheeses. I, I, I'm, I don't know, at least the online, or the stuff in the catalog in, in say bars, I mean, it's, you know, look good, but it's not. Zingerman's is a whole different level of cheese. And finally, this is very specific, but actually this is something that's very good, uh, olives. Oh, that's cool, huh? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so um, and then <laughs> the Wikipedia page has uh, has uh, uh, basically three subheadings. Yeah, one is history. Sure. One is cultural references. Sure. And one is lobster salad controversy. <laughs> okay, wait. Number one is you've got mail under the cultural references. I'd say obviously it must be. Uh, I mean, this is a major scene. Uh, yeah, it's the very first one. Nice. Okay. And then, um, is this the movie that made Zabar's famous? Um, and then, uh, the what is what happened in the lobster salad controversy? In 2011, they they offered a lobster salad that contained no lobster. Ah. It contained only uh, salted crawfish and mayonnaise. Oh wow. Yeah. See, so uh, I don't. I have the suspicion that Zabar's isn't actually that great. Although their smoked fish does look really good. Um, and their babka was quite good, so I don't know. Maybe they're actually really good. But the main, uh, the main Bangor News Daily said the main Lobster Council directed uh, Saul Zabar of the federal regulations that make deliberate misbranding of foods a serious violation, and the FDA permits the use of lobster without qualification only for the Homera species, which includes European American lobsters. Uh, labeling other species as lobster would cause a product to be misbranded in violation of uh, food, drug, and cosmetic. Wow. Yeah, so it was sold to Zebra for 15 years. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I mean, craw crawfish, it kind of is like a tiny lobster. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so did you keep track of what's in Kathleen's cart at Zebra's? No. no. Oh, okay. here's one final resolution. After the media attention... They combined the product's name with the store name and relabeled the spread. Zabar's salad. Nope. Oh. Uh, Zabar's crawfish salad. Zabster salad. <laughs> Very good. That's good. Um, okay. So, um, stuff in Kathleen's cart. Um, are you ready? Yeah. You got a big hunk of cheese. Uh, you catch what kind of cheese? Uh, I mean, the shelf is labeled very prominent with Gouda on the side. I saw Gouda, yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of cheeses on that shelf, so it's hard to say exactly what she picked up. But she picked up a big old chunk, hunk of cheese. Um, presumably Gouda. Presume, pres, presume a Gouda. Um, the, she also has a bag of those um, Quadratini wafers. Quadratini? Familiar with those? Qua no. You're not familiar with Quadratini? No, I'm not. Uh, quadra quadratini is the um, you know those uh, those wafers that are like a, it's like a few layers of wafer and then like frosting in between. 
Just look look up look up Quadratini. Do okay, yourself a favor. Okay. Search search your favorite search engine for Quadratini. Q U A D R A T I N I. I'm going to excite.com. Um, sure. That's, that that one works. It does, yeah. Quadratini. Ask Jeeves if you want. Uh, it opens up the search results in a new window. That's exciting. That's <laughs> <laughs> is this like the one feature that Excite still has that no other search engine supports? <laughs> it's very odd. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. I, yeah, this is like, uh, what's the name for these? That's like a different name. Like, they're very weight. They're called Quadratini. Yeah, it's kind of... Uh, I mean, or wafers. Wafer, wafer, wafers. Yeah, but kind of like the same, like, waffly, waffly look to them. Yeah, wafers. But sure. It did take me a while earlier. I had to search, I searched many different... Terms. I started with fluffy, or what did I say? Uh, pu- uh, uh, flaky, flaky layered candy. <laughs> They're not actually candy. And then I flaky layered cookie. And then I, I just eventually got to found found it, found a picture of it, Quadratini. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's a brand name. It's a brand it is. name. It's a brand name. Uh, well, uh, the, it's under an uh, an overall brand, which is I think like Love Love Lubbox something like that. Loker. 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 That's it. Loker. Uh, yeah, it's a, it, Wikipedia says it is an Italian brand of cube wafer biscuits. With cube wafer cheese. biscuits. There you go. Trademark uh, controversies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can find them in many, many stores, especially special stores. A lobster brand controversy and a lock, locker <laughs> brand controversy. Uh, okay. Okay. So, there is a giant tub of what I assume is like chicken stock, but could also be soup. But I'm guessing it's like chicken or turkey stock or whatever for, you know, for gravy or soup or who knows. Okay. Um, and then there is a uh, either a sparkling cider or a champagne bottle. Not not sure, but it's definitely it's that it's the it's that shape. So great shape. Yep. And that is that is all I could tell is in her cart. She picks up another item at the end as she's entering the line, I believe. And then she also clearly has a loaf of bread, like a baguette at checkout. Yeah. Um, but you know the the shot of her cart, as far as I could tell, those are the items I could actually recognize in the cart. And did so. you uh, catch uh, Joe Fox's uh, items at all? Not really. Uh, he moves fast, so he's hard he to. Does move so fast. He's a quick, quick fox. Yes. Um, a quick, quick brown fox. Um, and she's a lazy dog. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, um, yeah, I did not did not pay as close attention to his cart. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Z bars. Uh, yes. What, what uh, you said you've been there? I've person. never been to the physical store. Oh, I thought you said you, I thought you did say you've been. There. I don't think. I mean, maybe I've walked by it in New York. I don't know. No, no. I said a friend of mine was like very fond of it, recommended it, told me about Bobka and their Bobka, and then I tried it myself. So I, okay, I'm actually based upon what uh, this is. Uh, check the tweets. Sure. I. Thought oh wait, should th- I get should I get our check the tweets uh, theme song here? Yeah, you can do that. All right, hold on. It takes me a second to to get the tweets up here. There we go. There it is. All right, here it is. (laughs) All right, this is Check the Tweets, where we go back and look at our tweets when we watch this... uh Look, okay, I found your tweet. So did I? I commented on Zabar's at the time. Yeah, your tweet. I thought I remember this. You saying you've been there. But yeah. Your, your tweet says Zabar's Market. I bought their Bobka before. This movie has those little NYC touches. So I think See? I I read that and thought you meant you've been there, but I, I I didn't realize you cataloged it. I mean, it is interesting, and it shows how honest of a person I am. It is interesting that I um did not at all remember comment. I don't even remember noticing Zabar's in this movie. The seeing these five minutes was a nice surprise. 
Uh, so I don't ever, ever remember noticing that. You should you should write more messages to yourself in the future because it seems like you would have forgotten a lot by the time you get it. Yeah, and then I don't at all remember writing that. So it just it's you know, <laughs> but I'm remarkably consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the way I talk about it, so it's kind of like you know, if you can procedurally generate it, like why keep it in memory, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my response after that is uh, love to see cash only cashiers. I love the '90s. Well, but we should talk about this. We should. Uh, also, your comment afterwards is cutting back and forth between the two families' holiday celebrations is very Christmas Carol, uh, 1843. Oh, well, that, you're, I feel like you're getting ahead of those. I am, but here's my question for yeah. you, which is, does... Uh, d- okay, d- just describe Zabar's right now. Uh, like, the lead up and afterwards, does this feel like it's it's Thanksgiving? Yeah. Because I would say you you seem to imply it was, it was Christmas by holidays. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying I think the only definite Chris uh, Thanksgiving stuff is those Pilgrim children. Sure. Yeah. No, but with all I mean, also all the people talking about Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes, it does happen. And the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, do you think? Uh, my question for you is, uh, the the script says this takes place the day before Thanksgiving. Um, oh, that might be Bobka she gets at the end. Oh, um, no. uh, the, the, place the day before Thanksgiving. No, it's definitely the day of. It's absolutely the day of. Uh, okay, let me I'll pull the, the, the uh, In the store, I think, because because um the um the Henry um Henry, yeah. Henry says uh I want to get home to watch the parade. Although maybe he's making a joke in that like the parade is the next day, and if this line takes any longer, it's he's gonna you know it's it's gonna take him until the next day. Oh yes, that makes uh, sense. Maybe, but um well we should listen. We should I, I listen thought, that would be a joke, but not not, not this, this time. time. Ne- next time, time around, time. yeah, next time around. Um. Okay, so, uh, no, I mean, it's def- it feels absolutely like Thanksgiving. I actually, the first time I watched this, I thought it was just like, okay, this is a crowded store. Well, it, yeah, it is. Do you feel extra, like, COVID anxiety watching this right now? Not this, because this was clearly set in 1998. I mean, I definitely feel, you know, anxiety around modern stuff when I watch it now, and I'm like, all oh, those people are too close together. But, like, for whatever reason, this scene, it's like, nah, 98. There was no COVID then. They're good. I mean, I'd say, like, uh, Trader Joe's still feels like this. In not person? Not, Today? I mean, like, not in, like, 2020, but 2019. Oh, no, sure. No, I'm not. Of course. Yeah. But, I no, I mean, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying in terms of, like, I watched this movie. I know it was filmed in 1998. Well, no, no, okay. I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not nervous about it. I mean, you don't think your lizard brain says, like, I see people close together. Well, but my lizard brain also has a sense of whether those people are in modern day or not. <laughs> Ancient times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd say this feels modern. My lizard except- brain says, nah, nah. Tom- well, actually, no, sorry. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan look exactly like they do in this movie now, and they have not changed at all. But, like, I don't know. For whatever reason, some other part of this tells me, like, this is not this is not present day. Hmm. Hmm. So. Hmm. Is that resonant weird? That's probably my, that's probably my speaker. Never mind. Uh, res- bzz- bzz- yeah, I got a resonant frequency, bzz- but I think it's my table. Uh, the bzz- table is... Uh- but, okay, let's talk bzz- more about cash-only line. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So here's what I wrote down. I'll read it word for word because I think you're going to disagree with it. <laughs> um, I said, why is there a cash-only line? Uh, how does this improve efficiency? Isn't cash slower? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I do agree. It's it's weird insofar as I have problems today 
uh, with places that don't accept cash. Sure. Well, or or, or lines that are that are no cash lines. Is that that's what I meant to say? What what did? Well, no, I, you were saying places that don't accept cash. I'm saying like lines, specific lines that don't have a cash re- don't have yeah, a yeah, cash well, bearing cash register. Well, I think there's two things. There's some some rare places that only accept uh, plastic. I is that can they do that? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll get into that. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, but well, there's some places like IKEA, for example. They have credit card only lines and cash lines. Yeah. Uh, but they don't have any cash only lines, but they do have credit card only lines. Sure. Yes. And that's, I mean, but that, that makes sense to me because theoretically credit card is faster because. Well, that's not the reason. Okay. The reason is because there's an overhead. In stocking a register. In stocking a register. Yeah. Yes. Which theoretically the opposite, at least in 1988, could be true in that like, well, a credit card machine costs money or costs more money than it does today. And so there was overhead in just buying the machine in the first place. But then, of course, as we see, there is a credit card machine in that line. So it's not just like they didn't want to buy that yes, many that's credit the, card machines. that's the weird thing here. So, uh, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, cash is legal tender for all debts, public and private. They say cash is king. Cash is king. But you're uh, a queen. I am a cash queen. Thank you. Uh, I would say the uh, the main... I mean, there's, there's, there's. It does make sense. The trade-off is, you have to pay four to five percent for every bit of, uh, for a credit card transaction, mm-hmm. and that's that can take a big cut. So well, if you're a low-margin uh, business, processing cash can also take a bit of a cut. I absolutely. Mean, well, and I'll say this: this way, I can understand why a cash, like credit card only line, might be a good in between. You get like a cash uh, credit card throughput of yeah. people who weren't going to use cash in the first place. But you actually get to lower the overhead of cash uh, from from the lines because you can have less lines operating cash. Yeah, totally. I don't understand. The, the, I mean, the the two reasons why you'd have a cash only line is one, you don't have it hooked up for credit on all lines, which doesn't seem to be the case here. Um, I mean, they have it hooked up and it actually works. Yeah. I mean. Or like, is there? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it, I, would this make more sense in '98? Doesn't make any sense to me now. It doesn't really make sense. I mean, it's you know, it's a plot device, but I think. Um, I mean, also like for example, a gas station says yeah. like you know have a lower cash price because they want to push people to use cash because they'll have less overhead. Well, but I thought I thought they can't do that. No, that changed like the 2011 law or something like that, oh. which actually barred barred any state laws that prohibited the discount for cash you oh, cannot, i love laws that prohibit laws you cannot you cannot make laws or sorry you can make laws that prohibit a surcharge on on uh, credit cards or debit cards but you cannot make a law that prohibits a discount on cash wow Even though it's functionally the same thing but there huh. you go cool yeah, it's great. I mean, it's 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 yeah. But I, so in that case, the only argument I see making sense is one. Maybe like some people like it's like oh we don't we don't need to train everyone on the credit card <laughs> like we we can have it more flexibility for the workforce. Yeah, if, that's possible. Or um, you could say we want to push more people to using cash. So we have a cash only so line. Have, yeah, yeah. It's like exclusive. Um, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, so and the, I think the weirder thing. Is that when Kathleen Kelly admits to not having cash, that the, the the sort of recommendation is that she go to the back of another line, which 
well, that's a good way to disincentivize people abusing the cash line. Moral which maybe hazard, is the baby. Point. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, definitely. I mean, given this cashier has just spent a bunch of time scanning all of her items, it seems, especially on a busy day like this, very disadvantageous to the store to like send her back to another line and have her go through the whole checkout process again. Yeah, a lot of times vindictiveness trumps any sort of actual efficiency, so that's not shocking to me. I guess. I mean, on Thanksgiving, though, it feels like the store is just in, like, you know, panic mode and just trying to get everyone through. Well, I would and that's the other question, which, saying it's a cash line, I would have guessed, oh, it would be a huge pain to deal with this. For example, if I go to Ikea in a car, like credit card-only line and try to pay cash, they would not take it because their register is not set up for it. Yeah. They would actually have to get a tray of cash, and that'd be tremendous work. And if they say, okay, I can just take it and hold on to it, that that is breaking the uh, the employee conduct because the employee can't just hold on to spare cash <laughs> and pay it back at the end. Yeah. They have very specific protocol, which in this case, is Rose possibly breaking protocol? Maybe. Um I don't see exactly. Why I think that would it's hurt. more about vindictiveness, though. It seems to be more about vindictiveness of like she's not following the rules, therefore she must be punished type thing. I mean, right? this is, Henry yells out uh, and says, "Like, don't you see the sign? Cash yeah. only." He doesn't say, "Don't you see? You can't use it. They're not hooked up." He doesn't give any real reason. Yeah, he There's looks at sign. this, but that's the point. I mean, it's an arbitrary thing. That's the point. Joe Fox then through a, a very bizarre <laughs> series of maneuvers we'll manages to, to diffuse the the, the we'll weird yes manages to diffuse the weird you know arbitrary rule and then we we get you know progress so, uh, to answer your question from earlier yeah don't they have to accept cash don't they uh well so here i mean the i thing. know they do if you if they've already given you the good or whatever and yes, then exactly yes yeah, like a restaurant where you've already eaten the food exactly then they have to let you pay cash yes, for the food exactly. but if they haven't actually given you the good yet then i guess they can tell you they only accept credit card which i guess like in a store as long as you haven't walked out the front door with it like they they can still cancel the transaction yeah so that's what yeah. i guess you know so that's, that's, that's something. If she starts eating the food, <laughs> then, yeah, that's, I mean, that would have been a great alternate version of this. Uh, this is although, great. Yeah. Joe Fox says, here's a good trick. And he starts just uh, <laughs> downing the stock, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> take a big bite out of the baguette. It says, now they have to take your cash. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the other thing. So we got, we got Henry, new character, named character. Named character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's very fanatical about signs. Looks like John Lovitz. Yeah, he's, is, he's, is John Lovitz? No, it's a Howard Spiegel. Okay. Uh, Howard Spiegel. I, I He is somewhere in between John Lovitz and uh, Harvey Firestein. Like, he's that, you know, real, like, you know, kind of that sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, he has, like, 16 credits total. He died in 2011. Oh. Uh, like, he must have, like, a day job, because I don't think having 16 small roles in a career could ever, like... Maybe yeah. he lives very, uh, very cheaply. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, let's listen. All right, let's listen in. She's approaching the uh, register. She is. Got some some sandwiches in the front. Is that what those are? I think those uh, are breads. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't have that many sandwiches in our refrigerator. She's getting one up, and she's trying to avoid... 727? Okay, there you go. This is a cash-only line. What? Cash-only? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I just have a credit card. It's... I'm sorry. Is that okay? No, it's not okay. There's a sign. 
I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I, I, I never do this, but I'm asking you to make an exception in just this, this you one You have case. no cash? She has no cash. No, she has no cash. I'll get on another line, lady. I have a dollar. Tell totally have. I have a dollar. Very New one York, dollar. actually. I'll speak to that. Anything you Hello. Do. Hello. Hi. Do you need some money? In a good way. No, I do not need any money. Thank you very much. Get in another line. Hi. Rose. That is a great name. Rose. This is Kathleen. I'm Joe. And I'm and Henry. Henry, how are you? Happy holidays. This is a credit oh, yeah. card machine. Happy Thanksgiving. There you go. It's your turn to say Happy Thanksgiving back. Happy Thanksgiving back. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Aren't you going to give us a break by zipping this credit card through the credit card machine? Come on, you can do it. Zip, zip. There you go. Rose. Ah, oh, that is a great name. So, you're fine. Fine. Happy Thanksgiving. Henry, happy Thanksgiving. I'm so sorry, really. I apologize. I apologize from the bottom of my so heart. So sign already. I'd like to get home time you for have my pen. parade. See? I'd like to get home in time for this community. But that, again, that might be a joke about the fact that it's tomorrow. It could be like two weeks ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah. that line still sort of land. Ooh, so much to unpack here. Huge amount to unpack there. Oh, so much. Okay, so, so, so before they start talking, the main thing is they're both in the store. Uh, mm. In other scenes, we've seen Joe see Kathleen and try to hide. In this scene, we do see no evidence Joe sees her, but she's trying to hide from Joe. Yep, and then he pops right in. Yeah, but only after a calamity hit. So here's a question. If Joey's trying to hide from her, why does he why doesn't he just sneak out? I think he sees an opportunity to zinger. Say I mean, yeah, basically. Or to you know, to to certainly enact a some sort of weird like power play on her. Yeah. Um where he shows that he can convince the cashier. It's it's it's, it's weird that the the Fox protocol is not always you know go in for the the prowl but hide. But I don't know what you know justifies engagement. I think an opportunity to score a unique win, <laughs> which is I guess in this case it is helping her out. It, it is. It's, it's legitimately helping her, and it's and it's it's you know it's brownie points for him. Yeah. In the in you know in the little sort of competition they've got going on. Well, so the implication is he relieves his debt, his cosmic debt, but you know the fact he's seeing her and is 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 kind of kind of rubbing it in is incidental. He doesn't mean to hurt her, but that's just how he acts. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, the main thing is comes like, oh, you need cash. I got cash. Here you go. Right, and that is how it starts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, like, of course I don't want your cash, which just kind of <laughs> escalates things. Yeah. Um, right. Well, sure. And, and okay, so uh, should, should we talk about um, the, like, what's going on with this cashier? What's, what is this interaction? I, there's a lot of weird. It's, it's Rose. It's Yes, her name is Rose. Um, I mean, there's like a, I, I mean, do we take this at face value of like, I mean, it's super demeaning to her, the whole way this is like framed. Well, the thing is, like Kathleen is saying, oh, is this a big deal? Uh, yeah, I think you can take a card. I only have a dollar. It's like, one, no one cares. 
Uh, sure. And two is like she's not really understanding. Like, oh, you're just being hard on me, as opposed to under like not even. I see. Not, not okay, even so, taking so, right. a, the possibility takes, this may be impossible to do. Right. Joe, I, takes, I would Joe takes the angle of, I know this is possible. You know this is possible. Let's yeah. make this happen. As opposed to Kathleen, who takes the angle of, please, is there anything you can do for me? Which well, is well, her case is kind of like, I don't have any other options. I'm in a tough spot. Yeah. You know, I don't have any other options. And the option is you can go to the back of the line. Yeah. As opposed to Joe just saying, I see possibility in you. Okay, I, mean, I, I like, you. I certainly prefer the angle of Joe and the cashier are operating on another level together, and Kathleen yeah. is, you know. I mean, I would say, like, Kathleen is just, she, like, she is basically uh, almost catatonic during this whole thing. She can't talk, <laughs> yeah. she can't, and she reminds me. Well, but that's, me of, that's her whole thing, is she just, you know, what, what is oh, it? She, yeah. Her mind goes blank, you know, and whatever, right? Reminds me of uh, of Twin Peaks Season 3, like, Dougie Jones. It's like, just kind of, like, it's like, almost seems uh, brain dead. Uh, and just repeating words other people are saying. It's, uh, but... I mean, she's clumsy. Everyone hates her, you know? I mean, sure. if it wasn't for the fact that, like, she, like, is somewhat competent in her store, like, she would just be, like, the person everyone hates. Yeah. Okay. I like this reading better. I mean, so, because my, my, the reading I didn't want to have here was, like, Joe is better at exploiting the dumb cashier who, you know, is, like, hypnotized by Joe's greatness, right? No, yeah, exactly. It's the opposite, which is the cashier and Joe. Uh, the are, cashier yes. hates <laughs> Kathleen hates as Kath- everyone does. <laughs> right, and Joe gets on her level and says, "Like, hey, we all agree, <laughs> Kathleen sucks. How about you bring it up here?" <laughs> okay, I like. And I mean, I don't know if this is actually where or with the intent here, but I really oh, like absolutely. the reading of they. Joe and the cashier are playfully bantering with each other. Yeah, they're the elites. Yes, and Kathleen. <laughs> well, Kathleen stands by and can't comprehend what they're doing. I like it. I like it. Which also is the way the scene says. Like, there's like this. The the scene could end like everyone's happy with each other, but instead, after it ends, Rose immediately like stares daggers at her. Yeah, she loses the pen. Yeah, like even after it's resolved, everyone still hates Kathleen. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty great. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I was concerned there for a bit. I, I didn't really, I didn't really like the whole dynamic of you know, Joe like again like hypnotizing the you know the cashier. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, we talked about the fact Henry has uh, sixteen uh, credits. Uh, Henry uh, Howard Spiegel. Uh, yeah. Sarah Ramirez, who plays Rose, uh, this was her first credit. Wow. Uh, she actually has had a, uh, I think, a very uh, solid career. Of she's been on uh, two hundred and forty episodes Ooh. of Grey's Anatomy. And has been nominated wow. for awards. So, uh, so I. What is, who does she play in Grey's Anatomy? Uh, plays Callie Torres. Hmm. But here's here's actually the thing. In 1999, uh, she played, I, I'd say, a, a huge role, and this blew my mind. Let me put this on the background. Not sure. Okay. okay. All right. Little little. It's a problem that's cool and cheap, and of course the, the sound quality's got to be superior. Ooh, that's her. Greedy girl. Hate you. Did you recognize that? I do not. Oh, please. I'll do anything. Anything, please. So that's, uh, that's uh, Sarah Ramirez, a.k.a. Rose. That is from the video game Um Jammer Lammy. Wow. You know Um Jammer Lammy? I've heard of it. You know what Like you know what it is? I've heard of it. It's the sequel to Parappa the Rapper. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's that's pretty wild uh, that she's Lammy. It would be wonderful if 
That is cool. It's very cool. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, so that's Rose. That's our Rose. That is our Rose. There's one line. Also, I, I hate. I read the script. They punch up the orange line, and it works in the movie. Uh, the script had a terrible line that mm. I hate so much that I don't even want to repeat. So I would say you can look it up, but uh, they they definitely improved it. Cool. Um, quick, quick note too, by the way. Uh, there is a sequencing change. I just want to go over the sequencing change because we finally reached closure on the scenes being shuffled from the script to the movie. Sure. So in the in the script, it goes uh, Vince's party, then the email should we meet, mm-hmm. then Fox Books opens, then the bookstore is empty, uh, you know, at, at Chopper on the Corner, and then Zabar's. Oh. So that's a bit odd, but uh, I suppose what we see here, so... I think they got it right in the end. I, I mean, I cannot argue with the results. And the empty shop, of course, ends with the uh, sequence with a police detective and George. <laughs> that happens right before Zabar's weird that, stuff. That'd be, yeah, that would not work out. I know. It's just, no. it's a bit odd. Yeah, uh, they fixed. They fixed. Okay. Uh, that's all I got for Zabar. That's all. Here. That's the Zeb Zeb. Uh, one final scene. Oh, lots of good smoked fish in that uh, in that, in that meat. Uh, yeah. In that uh, what do they call those meat counter meat counter what is a fish fish counter fish they call counter. it a smoked fish smoked fish locker they call it a, a smoked fish locker is that the, that's the Swedish uh, yeah smoked fish locker uh, um, okay last scene last scene we have the holiday with the foxes which I took the first time I watched this as, as Christmas not Christmas and, and you by saying Christmas Carol seemed to imply you thought it was Thanksgiving. Christmas. Well, a Christmas Carol spans the whole holidays. I believe it starts at thing. It starts before Thanksgiving, doesn't it? Starts at Thanksgiving. No, I don't think so. Isn't I think, there... it, ha- I think it starts like the day before Christmas. You might be right. I, thought I mean, there most. Was... I mean, most of the action happens Christmas like, Eve as he's in bed on Christmas Eve. Of course. So I, th- of course, I think but... there's only like one day he's with uh, Is that true though? I thought. I don't I... think there's multiple days of action. I mean, I, I, I I'm thinking of most stagings and stuff. I, I thought read... there was a. I thought there was like an earlier thing with. Um... What am I thinking of here? Let's. Let's, should we read the entire plot summary? <laughs> you should read the entire book. Oh, you're right. Opens on a bleak, cold Christmas Eve. Okay, so it yeah. starts on Christmas Eve. I don't know why I thought it started earlier. Makes sense. I mean, it starts with Cratchit, and you get a lot of character work, so you kind of go home. It's Christmas. Yeah, and then, well, I thought that was Thanksgiving for some reason. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, part of it is, so I, I don't know if I... I you're you, trying to excuse your... your well, your so my family's Christmas thing is... Um, is turkey a and dressing with pilgrims. prime rib on Christmas Eve and lasagna on Christmas Day. So the whole bird thing is is very much a Thanksgiving thing. The idea of a of having a large bird on Christmas is just very foreign. Christmas Eve I or Christmas Day. I don't think we see any large birds at any point in a Christmas Carol. No, in here. Oh, no, I'm not talking about oh, here. I'm oh, talking okay, about Christmas okay, Carol. Okay, 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 what are we What are we doing here? We're reading so the tweets. You're talking about the big goose. So on Christmas morning, yes. when 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 uh, Scrooge comes out and says. Hey boy, here's, here's a here's a yep. gold coin. Buy a goose. You're like, must be Thanksgiving. <laughs> must be Thanksgiving. Must be Thanksgiving. Must be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving clause. Very good. Um. Okay. Um. So, speaking of singing, do we want to tune in here? Do we want to wait for next? Not as maybe... loud as I want it to be. To be honest. You want this louder? Stay and play and leave. Dave and Vince and say. 
tomorrow. Say tomorrow. Say tomorrow. Come with me. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Tomorrow's a day. Wonderful. Okay, so uh, yeah, so this is their Thanksgiving together with the foxes. Yes. Uh, do you want to describe what you see in the room? Yeah, there's a lot of seating. There is. This is. I mean, we see before uh, when you're talking with uh, with the foxes, talking with Jillian, you're going to be talking about couches. Yes, and there. I mean, these are uh, not. I don't. I would. I mean, they're certainly like old-fashioned or like of another era of design but they're not like tasteless couches i wouldn't say Do, uh can contrast these couches what you, you see know. at caesar's palace where jillian has learned uh, interior decorating the, i mean it is definitely it in that direction sure but I, but I don't i mean there's a fine line between just like i would never behave badly and you, you know again like just out outdated <laughs> the script says an elegant east side apartment. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Like outdated elegance before people realize that minimalism is actually also elegant, you know, like that sort of thing. Is that is that shocking they live on the east side? Uh Do you think we should No. Okay. Well, I'm just saying how many times do we leave the upper west side? We need to actually say which part of At it there. At least one. Well, they're the fox box, their office. Is yeah. that is that east side or west side? We need to figure that Don't out. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, Skyler, uh, looking good. Schoiler? Skyler. Schoiler? Skyler. Okay. Um, he is loving it. He is way into the performance. Yeah. This is, of course, his daughter. <laughs> yep. He looks He looks senile. He looks like some <laughs> old, you know, a grandfather or great-grandfather, but in fact, he is the father of this child. Yep. Uh, and the child is not singing that well. I think Annabelle's doing great. Not uh, singing that well. Not really hitting those high notes. Um, um, but Schoiler is super into it. He's loving it. She's doing yeah. great. Father's eyes. So uh, my question here yeah. is, is this, um, do you, have you ever been in this situation? Is this a common thing? In your holiday gatherings, where there, where like the sort of kids are expected to perform, like do a sort of talent show type thing. Ah, uh, I because in everyone's case here, so Annabelle to everyone is daughter for Skylar, yep. is a uh, half sister. Yeah, for for Nelson. But she, I mean, to this whole group, she's one of the kids. She's one of the kids. I mean, she's more of a cousin. She's one of the kids. She's more of a cousin. I'm just saying, in the context of a holiday gathering, there's yeah. the the kids are going to put on a talent show type thing. I'm just asking, is if, that a, if I had to see my cousin perform, I'd rather like you know I would leave. That does not. I'm settle. more asking. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not talking hypothetical. I'm talking. Has this does, ever happened? No, and I would not permit this to happen. This, this sounds awful. So this isn't a thing that happens at like your holidays or that. Okay, because no. this because this happens very commonly at my house. Like where everyone has to sit and watch them. Yes. Okay, that's not. I mean, I would say the best that would happen is kind of like okay, a few people might go to the uh, might go to the uh, piano and you know start playing. Or actually, I mean, Less, I, think we, I mean this. I would say it hasn't happened as much lately, but there was definitely a period where there was the we're gonna have all the kids do. Each of the kids will will like demonstrate a talent. So, so you're like, saying you did this. I, I did several uh, slide presentations. 
Uh, <laughs> you, your PowerPoint? I mean, keynote, but yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, or whatever. I don't know. I think I showed some, I showed like a video I edited one time. You know, and then like someone else plays the violin. Someone, you so know. So like just show like really, you know, advanced macros in keynote? <laughs> yeah. No, I showed, I showed a finished presentation. Uh, you know, someone plays <laughs> the... But why would you like, what, it's like, are you showing the content of the presentation? Yeah. Or are you showing, this is how good I am at slideshows? No, no, you're showing the content. You're showing here is a presentation I made for, you know, for whatever, for a college, you know, paper or something, you know. Or, or, you know it's a talent show. A school is... presentation, something like that. So is it, is it, what's the talent? Well, I mean, look, I always thought outside the box because I don't have real talents. Okay. <laughs> like if I could, if I could sing or play an instrument, I would have done that, but mm, that was sure. not an option. Yeah. Um. So, but no, I mean, but that, but other people were, you know, would sing or whatever, you know, play the guitar, play the piano. Um. But in like a round robin, like everyone will now demonstrate their talent type of situation, which is just. I, I mean, it's I wouldn't call it super enjoyable, but it's a, definitely a thing that I've seen happen at holiday gatherings. And I was basically just trying to figure out whether that's something that's universal. I I would say like so. Is this like just your? This is all your cousins as well. Uh, like not, not, this not is, just not just you and your sister. No, no, for sure not. This is the whole. Yeah, okay, the whole yeah, thing. yeah. It sounds awful. I would not do this with cousins. Okay. I, I, we never did. I would. Well, I mean, maybe I you don't know. Maybe your cousins have hidden talents that would blow you away. Yeah, maybe. Man, that's, yeah. Maybe that's true. Anyway, uh, okay. Couple notes on this. Yeah, I the first time I watched, it, I think I probably missed the entire thing with Jillian here. Yes, I think I probably did too. I don't. I mean, do we want to check the tweets? Was there anything no, about I, it? Nothing about it. Nothing. Wow. About it. Yeah, so I mean, Jillian is is you know is getting a little little frisky with um with the uh, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's the wicked godmother, and she actually makes a pass at Joe, puts her hand on his uh, thigh. Yeah. He leaves and tries to replace his, his, his seat there with Nanny Marine. Yeah, and he makes a beeline for uh, Patricia, who has been standing kind of off to the side, really. I mean, not, you know, kind of peripheral to the whole yeah. thing. Well, as we said before, every part of this family, these are like the Borgias. This is just a depraved family. Sure. Like, disgusting people. Uh, here, here is a note from the script, by the way. An elegant East Side apartment. Skyler, his youngish French wife, Yvette, Nelson, Gillian, and their son Matt and Joe are sitting and listening as Annabelle sings tomorrow. Do you notice know something there? Where is Yvette? Yeah, Yvette is not one of the people in these scenes unless Yvette is uh, playing the piano. And I don't oh, think. Oh, maybe. I, don't, I, I would say the person playing the piano is not youngish. Huh. Younger than him. I don't think that's what they need. <laughs> I mean, so as if you... Uh, Yvette is not Annabelle's mother. Um, well, that that's fine. Yvette, that doesn't... Yvette is the stepmother of Annabelle, just for what it's worth. Wow. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, that that's par for the course, but wow. You've Got Mail, You've Got Mail uh, closing credits has a credit for Yvette Fox. I'm betting she's the person at the piano. Uh, it says Lynn Grossman. Lynn Grossman, one credit, and that's You've Got Mail. Yep. And does it check? Does it visually check out? I, there's no image on Lynn Grossman on, on INDB. What about on, on image, Google Image if Search? If you do an image like search on Lynn Grossman, one of the top hits is Bob Balaban's wife, Lynn Grossman. And I do not... Th- I, it's This is Lynn also. I make uh, no E at the end. Yeah, sure. So if you look up like Lynn Grossman... This is not, I mean, this, this woman is, 
I, 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 it's tough to say. It looks, like, it looks like she's many decades younger than Bob Balaban. Yeah. Uh, about the same height. Seems like a, a fun couple, height-wise. Hmm. Uh, I don't know who this Bob is. Bob, Bal- Bob Balaban? Bob Balaban. Bob, uh, ba- Bob Balaban? He was a mighty wind. Oh. You know, all the other, he's you know part of that crew. Uh, he's you know been a big, big figure. He's been, been in a movie since Midnight Cowboy in 1969. Uh, but uh, I do not think... I mean, she's not the piano player. Okay. So either Lynn Grossman plays Yvette Fox in a different scene, or <laughs> there is a different Lynn Grossman playing the piano player. I don't know. It's very confusing. Yeah. I am confused. <laughs> so, okay, and she's she's definitely she's a different person than Nanny Marine. No, absolutely. Nanny Marine, Nanny Marine, different person. Okay. Nanny Marine is Marine, and this is yeah, yeah. That, okay. Yep. Um. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye out. Yeah, unless this is... Okay, well, actually, there's a different shot. Maybe that was... Okay, this person looks like a different person. Maybe he has a... Hmm. This person actually looks like a piano player, so maybe it is. Okay, well, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll get back to you. Yeah. Okay, is that, is that all we got for analysis? Um, I think that might be it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, should we talk about, uh, what do we got? Drinks? We got drinks. We got, um, we, we, we Wear watched, in the Air. We got Hack of the App. We, we watched, uh, Shop Around the Corner. We, oh, wow. We have so much we need to get through. Yeah. Uh, yes, we watched Shop Around the Corner. Uh, this is the intro for that now. <laughs> called we watch films um it's called we watch shop around the corner yes so we did we watched shop around the corner 1940 ernst the classic yes um and it was good yeah i i it's uh i've i've seen it a few i've seen it like three or four times I watched it twice in the last uh couple years i've seen it once watched yeah. it once in the last couple weeks you seem to enjoy it a lot and the movie ended and you got like your first response you got angry it showed up in like the top 500 lists. I didn't get angry. You seem livid. He's I like, just... No, well, you said, so... You said, you said it's good. It isn't top 500 good. Yeah, <laughs> Which I thought exactly. was an absurd response. It was... It's good. It's not I, necessarily I, top... I don't... Well, I mean, you okay. You really I'm, enjoyed it. As I'm happening. still getting more context on the top 500, but I think... So, A, it was a better uh, Jimmy Smith's... Jimmy Stewart. Um, better Jimmy Stewart movie. Jimmy Stewart... This is, I always confuse him with Jimmy Smith's. Um, They're indistinguishable. Yeah, well, Mr. Smith goes to Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith goes. Mr. Smith goes. Anyway, okay. Jimmy Stewart, I don't like, but he was good in this. Jimmy Stewart is like one of two people I feel you have irrational uh, distaste for. I well, I just don't like his. I don't like the cut of his jib. Uh, Jimmy Stewart and Roy Orbison are the two people. I Roy Orbison is. Terrible. That's 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 wrong. Uh, uh, okay, I don't so, like the I don't like the sound of his voice, which I feel like is a pretty key part of being a singer. But his voice is great, uh, but um, okay. So, uh, what are key differences in what you noticed between this and that? Not just for like plot, as much as. Well, okay, it is tough because I don't remember a whole lot. Um, <laughs> Less than two weeks ago, but okay. Yeah, I, I've only got so much space up well, there. You should take more um, notes at the time then. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, yeah, there's a lot packed into it. Um, I think key differences. Um, well, they're in, they work for the same place. You know, they're they're in the you know, it's not that they're like competing shops. Yeah. I thought it would be competing shops. A shop around the corner makes it sound like it's going to be like. I mean, the shops around the corners. 
You know, it's, sure. it's clearly singular. No, it makes it sound like it, I expected it was going to be like she ends up working for a competitor and then there's a whole dynamic like that going on or whatever. But it wasn't. She was working for him. A lot of the movie is about the kind of it, it's it's a, a firm as a family and the yeah. uh, the sort of the fact like if you don't have the patronage of, of someone who is your employer, you like might as well be dead. Yep. It's a little yep. bit dispiriting. Yeah, sense. it's you're right. I mean, it's it, yes, it, it is. Uh, that is a. Uh, um, fortunately, a model that is is not you know as true today. But um, so the uh, yeah, the I biggest mean, I, difference to me is that we see the, the 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 crucial. I'd say the character of Kathleen, as well as I am blanking on the Hungarian name of uh, of uh, Maureen Sullivan or Margaret Sullivan uh, in that movie. But uh, I don't Margaret, remember Margaret Sullivan and and Kathleen. They're both kind of dreamer types. Uh, they're both kind of high and mighty. Is, is I'd say their biggest character flaw. Mm. Uh, the difference Jimmy Stewart in that movie. Jimmy Stewart, his biggest character flaw is just he's just cares about, he cares about being a good employee too damn much. <laughs> it's very it's very odd because that's not like Joe Fox at all. Yeah, Joe. I mean Joe Fox's character flaw is that he's just kind of like too weightless and just floats around in the world just and has no real grounding and has no real you know developed sense of empathy or anything because he just you know. Uh, you know, he's he's just kind of a yeah. a, a, a frivolous and witty guy. Uh, as opposed to like you know, in the uh, you know Jimmy Stewart, he's he's very grounded, he's relatable, he's likable, but he just you know he he like his biggest problem is he just like actually follows the rules set up by his boss too much. Yeah, I mean, he is in general, uh, you know, I think Jimmy Stewart characters tend to be rule followers. So um, a lot I, of the movie is driven. I'd say if there's anything, it's kind of like. It's it's sometimes hard to relate to a movie entirely because a lot of it is involved with the fact you're going to get married to a near stranger in a very short time scale. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you need you need to make that feel earned. I always like the movie like uh you know where the boys are uh, mm. from 1960. It's a movie Connie Francis in a smaller role, but uh, it's about a bunch of college students going down to Fort Lauderdale on spring break. And oh, spring say, breakers. Spring breakers, and they're all saying it's like. Boy, I hope I meet somebody and get married when I'm down there. It's like that's insane. <laughs> that's absolutely insane. And like, I mean, this—it's like uh, at the end of the movie, Margaret Sullivan's about to get married to a, a pen pal that she's never met or seen before. I mean, she knows him, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think part of this stems from the like, uh, you know, it's it's the it's hard to provide closure without them getting married i mean we, we you know we don't in, in you've got mail a modern right. movie yeah. we can provide closure of oh they're together now yeah and it, they don't have to get married to, you know to provide that closure but it right? adds dread because she's about to get married to someone that even though she feels she knows him well you know he sows doubt because he's playing with her and to <laughs> something else the main core in the movie is after jimmy stewart discovers what what's up he just toys with her for a while. Yes. Like, the movie's basically well, him wait, playing but, a big prank on her. Which, I mean, that's... I mean, and Joe Fox does that as well, you know, yeah, exactly. for a I bit. I think that's you know? the main... Yeah. I think that's yes. the main thing that kind of works for both of them is, like, yeah. what if you took out the kind of prankster and kind of kind of psychotic aspect of Jimmy Stewart in Chopper on the Corner and made him like that the entire time? Yeah. And I think it works. Yeah, the other thing, I mean, I, I really like about it, and, and I just like this in general, you know, I very, like not uh very minimalist in its use of sets you know it's, there's really it's like very centered on the store um you know there's a lot of 
they get a lot of mileage out of the various parts of the store. And well, the, classic you know, Hollywood movies try to look like other classic Hollywood movies. It's the kind of invisible Hollywood style. There's a lot of nice shots. I love the way it's shot on the inside of the store. It, yeah. It's a very cozy look to the oh, uh, yeah. the store after after dark. For I would sure. say actually the, the cinematography is, I think, more expressive than a lot of, certainly an average romantic comedy of the time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we probably do need to hurry up here. We can talk more. Oh, yeah. We're in a little hurry up, uh, hurry up offense mode here. Absolutely. Uh, drink the up. Drink of the up. So we don't have a whole lot of options. I only documented two drinks. That's more. Th- I mean, I... Is that more than you did? I can only see uh, that uh, uh, Patricia is has you know a teacup. That was one of the... Well, so pretty much everyone in that scene is holding uh, what looks like could be coffee, could be tea. In a, you know, yeah, in a, in a teacup or yeah. coffee cup, whatever you want to call it. I did not really, I imagine Zabar's must have been advertising some sort of drink. There were lots of drinks in Zabar's, but none that really, none that were really focused on. Kathleen Kelly does have that either champagne or, you know, sparkling cider in her cart, but we can't really tell what it is. So, like, none of that I think is really possible. The only other thing I could find is, and you'll see it in just a second here, Joe Fox is holding... A coffee, right? There's there. also a coffee held at the front of, like, when the scene opens. There's a guy in the foreground holding a cup of coffee. Yeah. So there's a couple cups of coffee. There's also in the background a barista a Raporto uh, espresso. That's machine. true. There it is. True. Uh, that's not really a drink, but yeah, it's it's a drink maker, which I think implies a drink. Yeah, yeah. But we've already had. What do we have? Cappuccino already. Um. So I would be inclined to say, like, you know, uh holiday tea you know or something like that right? i think specificity so yeah. we actually we only had a tall skim caramel macchiato and yeah. the cappuccino we've had no espresso so this espresso machine is going to make the espresso i don't know it's in the background of a shot i just <laughs> that's every drink of the yep yeah we've already had probable black coffee um oh someone else is buying the big tub of uh that we could do that we could do the uh we could do the, um, uh, you know, the the chicken stock. That's not a drink. Uh, have you never have you never drank drunk no, chicken sorry, stock? Sorry, sorry. Wow. All right. Um. Okay. Um. Well. Uh. Subject: Starbucks barista Raporto PF and the wet and sloppy puck. Maybe I should have gone for the Sylvia, but the barista is on sale, and most average users seem to like it. The pressurized Raporto PF is a little odd. Mm. After the polls is a sloppy mess of water. Mm. What that? Man, look at that puck. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like specific stuff, so I would say I would point to, but I do agree. It is not a drink. It is a drink maker, but yeah. there's an implied drink, which is the espresso you make from it. Yeah. That's, okay. my, that's my pick. I mean, I would say there's other I, stuff. I mean, in- it is nice to highlight that thing in that scene. So I do like it from that aspect. Um, I mean, I would say the tea cups are fine, but we don't know if it's tea or not. We don't know. We don't know what's in those cups. Yeah. I mean, it's probably either co- – one of the cups must have we tea already, in it. We already have honey with Because I'm sure they offered coffee or tea. There also is a carafe to the right – or, you know, or a pitcher or whatever to We've the right of them. we tea with, with Nelson. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, they're just tea fiends. Um, there's some sort of okay. Well, let's let's provisionally accept the espresso. We should check in the next scene right here. There is a setup to the right of them in the in the Fox uh, Holiday uh, box. 
Um, there's a setup to the right of them that does have like a carafe and stuff on a table. Okay. So keep an eye out for that in three, two, one, here. See it to the right there? That is that is definitely tea. That's a teapot. Okay. That's a teapot. Old, old news to me. Who cares? That's a teapot. I you mean, could, that... you, could use, you could use a teapot to make boiling water that you that... use for non-tea items. I'd say there's a teapot in the scene. I'd say if you want to do teapot, we tea. We already have a scene with a teapot. Tea. Oh, <gasps> look what... Um, look what Nelson has like some sort of... Nelson's got like an aperitif this there is, or something. You're, yeah. you're reaching so teeth. hard. I, we're at specific. I call it uh, barista. Uh, espresso from the Starbucks barista machine. Uh, okay, let's let's move on. Heck yeah. Well, we're not done. Well, just I, that's no that's no reason to. Yes, there is. It's to, a very good to, reason to, to you know. Uh, I would say expedite or you know whatever. Zabars is the. Uh, I would say you could, after the episode is done, we can do more Zabars research. But provisionally, we're saying. Okay, let's hack. Um, hacking. So we got there's a. I'm just gonna say it. There's we're not even gonna talk about different options. The clear option is the cash only line. And the dynamics around It's that. an operational nightmare. It's an operational nightmare. How would you operate the cash only... How would you hack the cash only line to preserve the best properties of it, but okay, do, a, do away with some of the issues? I have, I have a hack. I have uh, multiple hacks. My first hack proposed is there is a credit card machine, mm-hmm. uh, and you should permit customers to use it. Sure, that's a hack. I would say there could also be a credit card machine where you withdraw your own cash, you know? Oh, there's like ATMs. Uh, okay, an AT, well, or just or like a cash advance machine that has like super, you know, you're, you're like paying interest. Oh, um, just like a, yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> just a really a skeezy, yeah, yeah, just like a super skeezy cash advance machine um, where you know you use your credit card to uh, to get cash, and, and it's right, it's in line in the cash line, cash line, so you can get it while you're waiting. One, one notable feature is, you know, Kathleen doesn't have zero cash; she's just short on cash. She has one dollar. Yeah, so all you need is a money multiplier. <gasps> the money multiplier is a good one. Yep, yeah. a little cash cloner, a little pocket yeah. cash cloner. Exactly. You know, I like it. And that'd uh, be good for everybody because customers would go there and they can know if I come in with a little bit of currency, I can multiply it, pay oh, them, yeah. and the store will have plenty of cash at the end. Oh, so yeah. you, know, you win, I win, everyone wins. Everyone. Um, yep. Uh, another thing, uh, just a more prominent cash-only sign. Like I'm thinking something that might, you know, neon, blinking, uh, rotating imagery about like how bad, you know, credit cards are, you know, like flashes that similar like the no smoking ads you get like pictures of like yeah, torn up credit cards and like gross people using credit cards and stuff like that was that the stand campaign sure. no, i don't know what that it is truth truth sorry oh was that what it was called truth that sounds right where you just there was like people holding up their bare hand or truth in their palm sure yeah uh, so you just yeah. have people there's no cash just you know, just a big just I'd say aggressive in-your-face signage about the cash-only Well, it's kind of like right now Uber is making people fill out a form saying, I am aware that Prop 22 is going to be a nightmare for customers, uh, and they're making people sign it. They could be, if you go into Zabar's, you can just have the same thing. You cannot enter the store without, without reading uh, literature about how uh, how bad credit cards are. Sure. Is that they're making the drivers sign that? No, the, so uh, Uber is trying to uh, is trying to force people to. They're spending like uh, hundreds of millions on this ad campaign to uh, make a constitutional amendment. They're making they're making people who sign for Uber uh, say that I support this or something like that. <laughs> 
pretty bad. Uh, good. Um, and let's see. So, um, you, yeah, I think those are all good hacks. Any other hacks? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, are you saying like it could be like, would it be low tech? Like, it would be like a well, just a bunch of clipboards that you have to read outside. Could be clipboards. I was thinking more neon flashing things. You like know, holograms. Big, yeah, gigantic screens, holograms. You have you pop on a VR headset and it and it like has a bunch has surrounds you with like no you know only cash only no credit cards allowed imagery. Yeah, I think I yeah I I just I like like kind of Blade Runner holograms dancing around. Okay, little little dollar bills that'd be pretty fun. Sure, yeah, cash, cash, cash. I I still like uh, the bunny multiplier though. Okay. All right. Okay. And that's the hack. That's the hack of the app. All right. Let's talk where in the air. Three, two, one. We're back with more hacking music. Uh, where in the air, we're going to write these five. We're going to the movies as a whole as a whole. Movie up until this point. These five minutes. Mean, medium, mode off. Be 2.5. Um, no half stars, uh, no gimmies, no whammies, no take backs. Um, Absolutely. Uh, okay. Movie as a whole, as a whole. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Four, four stars. Four stars. Four, four and a half? Four, yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Uh, okay. Movie up until this point. Uh, ready? Uh, three, two, two one, one. Four, four and a quarter. Yeah, four, four and a half, something like that. I'll say yeah, four. Somewhere in there. Yeah, four stars. Uh, these five minutes. Ready? Three, three, two, two one, one, three and, and a half. half stars. Perfect. Wow, did you? We were, no, we I was were, locked. I was locked into that. We were locked in. Nice. And that has been wear in the air. Uh, just good to good to check in on that. Oh, we got a we got a taker in the wire club room. Hey, hey, chaos two six two seven. Good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, the contact info. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Keep a good time. Here's okay. You here's we'll do a question answer stop. You give me a prompt, I will answer it. I'll give you a prompt, you answer it. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. I want to Twitter you at earful of. I want to email you. Staff at earful of dot or staff at earful of dot com or staff at earful of dot com. What's it set up? Not yet. Not yet. I want to go to your website. Earfulof.com. Good. Great. Great. Wow. Very good. Okay. I think you did something there to... I did. So what I realized is we've we've pretty densely populated the normal um, frequency range of my voice. So what I've done is I, this time, I just went up a few octaves. So I'll do a low pass filter and I'll uh, now, take that out. Next well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's important to, to fully... I'm just trying to fill all the frequencies. That's a bad idea. All right, well. Okay. Um, speaking of filling the frequencies. Um, How's your frequency? We've done the best we could this yeah. time to fill your frequencies. Um, but yeah, Make sure you keep your bandwidth nice and open, you know. Uh, receive receive all frequencies. Uh, make sure you don't filter anything out. Make sure you don't filter anything out in your inbox. Keep your spam filter nice and closed. Yeah. yeah. You know, as they but- say, one man's spam is another man's treasure. Sure. But what you do with what comes through. Yes. I'll leave that (laughs) to to you.
you're just an intruder. You're out of the computer. I didn't abuse you. I didn't shoot you. I just took you out of the computer. And I turned my head and I said, you couldn't be cuter, but you're out of the computer. Because you're the world's worst slacker. And I'm the world's greatest slacker. programmer and i'm the world's greatest hacker you were the one i would die for you were the one i would climb the sky for you were my lover but you made me suffer when you became the world's